0: Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Logan. Just going to preface this ahead of time, you're going to probably have uh, an attached segment to this episode where Brandon is going to give his thoughts on Week 10, as well as his post-Week 10 power rankings. So just, you know, adding that in there, it will seem like a small little cut for y'all, but it will be probably a day or so for, for us here in real time. But... Um, Obviously, week ten was an interesting one, to say the least. A lot of uh, weird ones, for sure. A lot of weird play, a lot of weird outcomes Not to these good games. games. Yeah, a lot of good games actually. Um, but to start it out, I guess we can get into that Thursday night game on November ninth. The Carolina Panthers taking on the Chicago Bears. We don't have to really go <laughs> over snooze this fest. game. Yeah, it was little. It was a snooze fest. Was but... there even
1: a passing touchdown in this game?
0: I don't know if I don't there was actually there was. <laughs> double check that, but I, I think excuse me. The main point of this game was that no coach or, or no organization that played in this particular Thursday night game knows what they're doing. <laughs> um, Matt Eberflus, like I don't know if you guys saw Brandon sent that in the chat, uh, the tea time chat that video of Matt Eberflus talking about you know Justin Fields. Justin Fields is starting. Then he. Is doubtful, and then no, all in like the span of two minutes, behind the podium. I don't even think he knows what's going on. But they went, they they wound up winning sixteen to thirteen over the there Carolina was no Panthers. No passing
1: touchdown in this game.
0: No, no passing touchdown. There was in this one
1: game. offensive touchdown in this game. Who was that by? It was Deontay Foreman.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, you know, the Bears are two and two with Tyson Badgent, uh...
1: Agent, secret agent,
0: secret agent. I keep fucking it up. Tyson Bagent, you know, taking the, that starting job there. Obviously, he's not taking the starting job. I didn't mean to say like that, but you know, in terms of stepping in while Justin Fields is on injury. He took
1: Avengers opportunity.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's five hundred as a quarterback. The Panthers suck. Uh, nothing really else to say about that game, to tell you the truth. Draft
1: positioning, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh, what this game was about. You were
0: watching to see. I Who wasn't even watching. <laughs> no, yeah, you weren't even watching. But as a Giants fan, you were kind of at least interested. Yeah. Um, and... This next game is wh- like um, honestly worse. Yeah, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. I believe this was in what Germany. Yeah, Germany. Like I'm sorry, you guys had to see this game. Like fuck. But the Colts wound up winning ten to six against the New England Patriots. Not what we expected. <laughs> yeah, Gardner Minshew has uh, led his team to five and five now. I mean, not literally all those games were him, but at the same time, the team's five and five, and he's the starting quarterback. He's been at at hell
1: most of the year.
0: Yeah, he has been at hell most of the year, and you know, kind of goes to show he's that veteran presence. But also, they have a pretty decent coaching staff, and they're you know doing a lot with still less Still
1: talent on the roster. I'd say.
0: They still have talent, but like when you lose your star rookie Oh yeah, it hurts tremendously. It's, it's yeah. something you can't really like mend Replicate, or yeah. band-aid up. Um but the Patriots are awful. Nothing really else to say about that game either.
1: Apparently like, um Belichick, like I saw reports we talked about this yesterday, didn't we? We did on the Lions yeah, episode, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, and it was saying that uh he's gonna be the head coach and GM of a different team next year. Really? So we'll see what happens with that. But... Something's gotta change there in the Patriots. They're two and eight as well. This is they're done. I mean not much else to say.
0: I mean they're a joke. Yeah. They um,
1: cut Jack Jones, apparently the locker room's lost with Mac Jones. Like they want him benched, they want him done.
0: I want Alex Magoo to get that call. <laughs> you know, I mean I'm gonna call for Alex Magoo every fucking time, y'all. Right. I mean, I am. But Alex Magoo fitting into this New England Patriots system, and I'm thinking realistically here. He could fit into any system. He could. But I think instantaneously they'll, re, they'll like revamp and get back to those dynasty days with the Patriots if Alex Magoo takes up. Only if he takes home. Like, only him.
1: Like no one else can save the Patriots organization. Not Tom Brady coming back out of retirement no. and going no. in the time machine tw- like 20 years later, or previously he's... 26 years old again? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. yeah Alex nah. McGee.
0: It's literally Alex McGee. We're nothing, bro. If you do not get this guy in a starting position, you're failing.
1: I want to see Daniel Jones go to the Patriots. That would be interesting, actually. <laughs>
0: Realistically, though, like, they could use it that... suck there. He would suck, but he would be a rebuild quarterback like yeah, the Newton days. Yeah, Yeah. But yeah, that game, we can leave that where it is. <laughs> in 16, the grave. 16 points <laughs> collectively. What the fuck? Sorry, Germany again. Um, next game is a game for the ages, a little bit to tell you the truth. Maybe a coming out party, not like that for C.J. Stroud. Um, <laughs> he balled the fuck out his second game-winning drive in a row. In a row and yeah. Logan and I, we've been talking and contemplating for the past couple days. But you know, C.J. Stroud is quite possibly, if not the best quarterback in the NFL right now.
1: Yeah, he's, he, he's playing like playing it.
0: Playing like the number one quarterback. You know, fuck rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. He's he's got that locked. But I'm talking MVP. No, he could. Uh, yeah, I, I'm talking. There with anybody. I know. I, I don't think anyone's up there with him.
1: I think it's him, Mahomes, and I, I'd say Lamar. But I don't anymore.
0: even. I don't even think those guys are having McCaffrey, the season. Three, maybe. Maybe you know. I'm I'm taking Tyreek, the light off of Miles Garrett and some of those guys. But what CJ Stroud is doing is incredible.
1: It's like the list is kind of small this year for MVP. Like, it is, and. It's up That's for grabs. Tough. Yeah, it really is.
0: It, it's one of those things where I do believe that there is a legitimate argument that CJ no, Stroud is at number one. I agree. And they're playing in like it. And Demico Ryan's. As much as I want to give Dan Campbell head coach of the year, he is up there as well for that that for that sure. award. He has turned this franchise around in one year. year. Yeah. Uh, something Dan took you know a year and a half to do, but I still think Dan still has the edge right now because. The Texans are five and four, but they yeah. did just beat the Bengals, knocking them to five and four in a thirty to twenty-seven victory. Um, and it was an electric game; it was a back and forth game. Um, not much defense was being played, but. You know,
1: actually, not um, Stroud had a pick, two fumbles. Burrow had two picks. It was a little bit. So of a... Stroud
0: had two fumbles. Okay, yeah, three turnovers. Yeah, that's his probably worst turnover game of the
1: season. But he still had 350 yards, game winning drive. Yeah, and... no, but they still won. Yeah, people aren't going to talk about yeah. that because you won. Exactly. You know,
0: and now the Bengals are going to be talked about. Is are they are they losing an edge here in competition? So, like... I don't
1: think so because I'm, I'm looking at these stat sheets right now. Burrow still at 350 on 13. He has 27 of 40. That's a great. Completion percentage. And Tyler Mixon, Boyd. Tyler Boyd, yeah, he was sick of game. He had a great game. Eight catches on but 12 targets. he dropped that touchdown. He did, yeah. So if they had that, different game. And then Trent Irwin, white boy, scored at the beginning of the game. What? What, man? Scoring in the game? And then Jamar hey. Chase doing Jamar Chase things, of course. But Joe Mixon had a touchdown other than that. Pretty, you know, average day for him. But, I mean, it's just the Texans had the little edge, and they had the better run game. Devin I've had 30 carries.
0: And... Let's not even try and sugarcoat it because you look at the numbers, you look at you know look at the outcome, the better quarterback on the field that day. Yeah, uh, I agree. Joe Burrow was outplayed by C.J. Stroud. You cannot and sugarcoat that. Noah
1: Brown was the best receiving performance, eight, seven catches on eight targets for 172. You yards. know what's
0: funny? There's two guys on that offense that were thrown away by the Cowboys, Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz. And Dalton Schultz. So and the same state, same you know kind of weird Devin geographic. Secretary
1: with the uh, Bills, he was kind of thrown out.
0: But, like, this team is, like, a collection of that. And I'm not trying to it say is. that no, in, a, it is. in a rude way, but, like, guys that are just playing their fucking and hearts I, out. I
1: was, uh, I was, beginning of the season, I was texting my friend, uh, Colton, he's a, child he's a Texans fan. I was, like, looking at, uh, this is when we were doing, like, you know, pre-season pre like outlooks for teams. And I was looking at, like, some of the Texans pickups, and it was all, like, one-year deal vets, but it was, like, guys that I was, like, okay, like, these guys aren't that great, but it's they're, it's a solid, like, foundation, you know, and... Pieces that were better than what they had last year, guys that they can work with, you know. And we're we're seeing that they're working out. Like, oh yeah, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary. They brought in like Sheldon rankings on defense. Denzel Perryman just got suspended, but if it's, they it's win just pieces, you if know? they win
0: one more game, they touch they they tie the win total of the last two seasons. It's crazy. And Kenny Pickett only has thirteen touchdown passes in his career. CJ has fourteen,
1: and he has two picks in the season. Yeah, fourteen touchdowns, two picks. It's and crazy. the
0: fumbles, that's a little bit of a concern. you got to get that under you know control. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see yeah, those fumbles to be exact. But uh, another guy I do want to shout out for the Texans is their starting defensive tackle number two, Khalil Davis, two-time USFL champion mm-hmm. uh, from the Birmingham Stallions. He has been...
1: I think it, I, I think it was hearing his name called. Mm-hmm. D'Amico
0: Ryan named him at the podium after Fair. game. Yeah, he's been having a great season. Nice. Like, very, very nice. Pressures, pass deflections, all out winning his assignments. I just want to shout-out him because it's a guy that legit came out of the gutter and is now playing at a very high level. And honestly, there's not a better team to be like emerging like that into, in my opinion, because this team, they want guys like that. They want that younger, kind of unknown talent because they need to build depth. They need that culture change. And I think Khalil Davis is going to be like a trend that direction, in a sense, because he's in the trenches. That's a guy you listen mm-hmm. to. It's a guy you appreciate. just want to shout-out him for sure. But, um, you yeah, know, the Bengals... I, they're, they're scaring me, man, because they normally win these types of games, and uh, they should have with the Tyler Boyd drop touchdown pass, but one of those things where it's going to be coming down to someone's going to be put on the hot seat soon if this team can't turn it around, especially with the expectations set for them before the season. Uh, I know Joe Burrow battled with injury through the first four weeks, but now. this is something they should have won. Yeah. This is a game they should have won kind of handedly, no offense to I, CJ, I, but I like disagree. you can't. I, I, I agree with that statement, but I also disagree because the Bengals, the Bengals should have won
1: this game. They, they should, yeah. bro. On paper, like but I think the Texans at this point are underrated. They're in, they're in the playoffs. Oh, I don't
0: think like, they're underrated anymore. I think people are now like, oh shit, Houston's on the radar. I don't know.
1: I think they're <laughs> still underrated. Like a, people don't really rank them as that high. You'll see my power rings happen. Oh
0: no! Last Houston's week, spot. last week I had them. I think in uh, I think at five. Excuse me. Let me re-correct myself. They were at ten last week. They're definitely going to be. They're actually higher in my list as mm-hmm. well. But national media coverage wise, CJ Stroud is He's getting inflated yeah. for sure. So expectations in the bar is high. It is. And yeah. one thing I should gotta shout shout out pops is he asked me like you know wait till we see what he does next year. Mm-hmm. But for sure, what we're seeing out of CJ Stroud and the Texans in Sounds his rookie special. year is one of the best performances and potentially turnarounds from
1: a rookie we've ever first seen. Year head coach we've ever seen. Yeah,
0: and we got to keep that in mind for sure. Um, but I guess we can go ahead and move into this next yeah. game. But the Saints took over. Uh, they went to Minnesota, I believe, and battled the Minnesota Vikings and took the L, 19-17. to 17. Derek Carr got injured again. 27, 19-27. Excuse <laughs> me. Uh, the Saints lost 19-27 to 27 against the Vikings. Um, Derek Carr got injured again. I think he left early in the game. Actually I think they just benched him, didn't they? Did they bench him? I think, or so. I think yeah.
1: he Oh, geez. benched him. It was a rough game, and Jameis Winston
0: game. came in and had some. He
1: had a nice touchdown pass to Olave, but he, he had to pick at the end. Yeah, which didn't... I was watching with, with Austin, my brother, and after through the pick, it was, we were just like, "Yep, that's that's what you're getting with Jameis. Like that that's it, <laughs> right there."
0: And you know, honestly, the defense of the Saints played decently in moments, but it was it was Josh Downs, uh, Josh, Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, excuse me, yeah. Josh Dobbs show again. Um, and honestly, O'Connell. He's a sleeper as well for potentially Coach of the Year. Oh, no.
1: Derek Carr didn't get hurt. Yep. I, okay, thought, I didn't know if he got benched. He did get hurt. Yeah. So he
0: did get hurt, and then I don't know why they didn't put Taysom Hill in at quarterback. I, I
1: Jameis is the better quarterback. Just I, overall, a, Taysom's a better athlete, player and athlete. But yeah. As a quarterback, you, you got to throw in an actual But honestly,
0: with. No, can I just say this? With what I've seen from Taysom Hill this year. <laughs> no, gee shit. Like, I know it's kind of, like, just stupid. Well, James get, with Jameis through two picks. Yeah, bro. But, like, Taysom, though. Whenever he's in, bro, he's electric. Like give him give him the reins. Give him the reins if Derek isn't gonna be healthy or consistent this year. Start getting him first team reps at quarterback. Just I think that he has a he gives him a better chance to win with his different versatility set. Like he can run, he has a bigger like not a bigger arm, but like he has a big arm. Mm -hmm. He's a bulky guy. Like I I I think the Saints should turn to him in moments like this, but clearly it was the Vikings' day. And the story of
1: this game, I'm looking at these stats, is TJ Hawkinson. What a monster game he had. 11 catches on 15 targets, 134 yards, one touchdown. He, I think he had like 10 catches at halftime or some shit like that. It was insane.
0: Just a safety um, valve for Dobbs. Yeah,
1: Alexander Madison went down, so they 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 turned to Ty Chandler. And Josh Dobbs, that, that passing touchdown he had, I don't know if you saw it. It was like in the pocket. Yeah. He like juked out like three, four guys, threw a little dime. It was, I think it was the Hawkinson as well. Yeah, it was. And it was just. Phenomenal play, like he—he's he, not—he's not a starter, like he's not a franchise quarterback or anything. But this is a spot starter that can come in and win you games for sure.
0: Honestly, this is a perfect time for him to be showing what he can do for this team because I truthfully he's got extension believe. Somewhere. I think he could maybe even stay in Minnesota.
1: So, some 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 gonna give him like a three year deal and like for like some I don't know
0: like a Gino deal. Yeah, but I, I think genuinely that the Vikings should keep him. I think they should, because if Kirk's gone, just keep Dobbs as that veteran presence. Sign him to a two-year, like, $20 million deal. Something like that. And yeah. just have him be that veteran. He's a smart guy. Like, why wouldn't you want that in the QB room? Like, let the him players
1: love him. The team oh, yeah. loves him.
0: Do you think Jaron Hall's the answer? No. No, bro. Because he's a
1: developmental rookie.
0: Do you think fucking Nick Mullins is the answer who Fuck. just got activated from IR? No, bro. Like, they need to stick with this guy for however long that
1: they need to. Unless they... It at a quarterback this year. Then it's like, okay. No, like,
0: but, but that's what I'm saying. Like they still, I think that's a
1: quarterback. Though, I would like, still sign him. Yeah,
0: because he could come in and be that, like you said, that pop and play starter that could win games. And he's showing like his much, electricity.
1: I think it depends on what his market value is. You know, if it is a two year, twenty million, like yeah, get, give him that for sure. He's,
0: he's played a lot of ball this year. But
1: if two teams, I saw a report today saying they might bring Kirk back on a one year deal.
0: I don't want them to. Like low key, I just think it's he's like low key minimizing and limiting himself there.
1: I I feel like he towards Achilles. He's older now, and you saw that stat. I don't know what that deal. They were like
0: they were like one and four with Justin Jefferson in, and they're undefeated without him. So like maybe force feeding Justin Jefferson is low key maybe a downfall, and maybe they need a guy that can spread it out. Kirk
1: was balling without him too, though.
0: No, but like that's what I'm, no, but that's what I'm oh, yeah. saying though. Like maybe it's just one of those things where.
1: But I mean, if you have Jefferson in there, like you, you have to feed him. Like that's yeah. your best player. No,
0: but I think just a revamp might be needed for yeah. this offensive quarterback. I really do, just to see if it could push it over the edge even more because they have the fucking all star talent. Maybe
1: bring in, maybe draft like Riley Leonard out of Duke or Michael Penix even. Yeah, or Bo Nix. J- like, Bo Nix, J J McCarthy if he comes out, J J Daniels. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, Excuse maybe, me? maybe. Yeah. I mean, guys like that. I man. can see that.
0: Um, but moving on to this next game, the Browns actually squeak by against the Ravens yeah. in a very a game. This was very hard-fought, gritty game, in uh, a thirty-three to thirty-one victory over the Baltimore Ravens. The Cleveland Browns have shown inconsistency on offensives here because of their quarterback issues with no, Deshaun Watson. He's out for the year now. Who was, what was the injury again with That's Deshaun Watson? A broken bone in the shoulder or something like that. So, season-ending injury, injury for Deshaun Watson. I heard DTR
1: starting. Yeah, yeah, they're going with
0: DTR with PJ as the backup. I, I get it, I guess. Honestly, another thing I did hear some reports about they're giving EJ Perry some looks, the guy that came in for the Michigan Panthers in the USFL, <laughs> oh and got them to the playoffs. Oh God. And you know what? They were a OT shootout away from getting to that championship game because of EJ Perry. Oh because of, you know, you know, DTR, PJ, love you guys, but EJ Perry needs to come in here and save the season, and he will, give him that chance. But no, I, I think that they are definitely limited because of their quarterback situation, mm-hmm. but their defense is definitely top three. What are oh, your thoughts? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it showed it this week.
1: I don't know if you saw that Kyle Hamilton pick six. Did you? Uh, it was like I, it was like the first play of the game. It, oh yeah yeah yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah yeah, that, that play like it was, it was like a screen pass. And he just tipped it up and picked it off for six. Like it was so nasty. One of those athletic plays you'll see from a from a defensive player. Honestly, I was going to say DB, but just defensive player in general. Facts. But Lamar, Lamar didn't play well this game. He did not play like I know it's a rough defense, but you got in really all season, like you kinda of look back these past couple weeks, and Lamar has not he's played winning ball, but like he hasn't been like playing that great.
0: If Lamar is still in the MVP race, then so is Jared Goff. I agree. Because Jared Goff had a phenomenal we're gonna get into that, but I agree with what you're saying here though. He did not play the game we thought he was gonna play. He was genuinely he needed to play. Yeah, oh, you're right. Because you he's gonna have to play a defense like this in the playoffs. You know, maybe not. Maybe the but Lions. Maybe this
1: is a, maybe but the Browns again.
0: True. Because they, they need to win this next matchup. If they don't, then... Well, they've already played twice now. Oh, this is their second one. Yeah, Have yeah. they been swept?
1: Who did win the first one?
0: I think the Browns. I, I low you think the Browns won the first matchup. Was it was like week schedule? three,
1: right? It was early on. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Double check that because I want to get some
1: context here. And they played the Bengals this week, the Ravens.
0: What Thursday th- night? No, no, no. Monday night, right?
1: Tomorrow, yeah, Thursday night. Thursday
0: night football, okay. So that's gonna be interesting, and we'll definitely. No, get the, a Ravens,
1: the Ravens, killed the Browns first. DTR started that game. Okay. Yeah, and the, he didn't stand a chance. It was his first career start, like
0: against that defense. Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. Um, but now that the Browns definitely came with a vengeance this game.
1: It does. It does kind of suck because as much as everybody hates Deshaun Watson, he is the best quarterback there. Like. Easily. Like, easily.
0: Well, let's hold the phone here, because I think that someone in the front office of Cleveland might need to pick up the phone and call Green Bay... (laughs) And <laughs> give them Amari Cooper. Give them their left tackle, Miles Garrett. Everyone, bro, for Alex fucking McGoo. And you know what he'll do for Cleveland? He'll bring the energy. He'll bring the ten win seasons. He'll go to the playoffs, the conference championship. He'll,
1: ten he'll, win seasons? You mean seventeen win seasons? Yeah, no, <laughs>
0: undefeated, bro. <laughs> Unfucking defeat. That's the funny thing about Alex McGoo is that he's never actually he's never lost. Loose, yeah, he's like, like he's on like, you know, and the, off the field.
1: You know the, um, the Jordan quote: "He's like I never, I never, I've never lost. I've only ran out of time."
0: That's really Alex Magoo, like <laughs> low key, like high key. So, Alex Magoo, get to Cleveland, win that matchup, win, win the QB battle there, bro. Undefeated. Super Bowl. But yeah, no, get Deshaun Watson out of there, cut him. You know, Alex Magoo will seal the show. Mm-hmm. But you're right, though. <laughs> in all seriousness, Deshaun Watson is clearly the best quarterback yeah. in the roster. And, they get the best production. So who heat. knows what's going
1: to happen play? the rest of the year? I know DTR starting now. They were, but 2 0 with PJ, right?
0: 2-1 two, uh, two with one PJ, PJ, I so. believe. Or 2-2. Yeah,
1: I know PJ just kind of, eh. And DT, DTR also, I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. But the outlook for Cleveland is definitely strange on the rest of the year. You, I don't know how it's going to work out. Defense wins championships, they but do. when you
0: have the quarterback situation they have, it's going to be very yeah. scary in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and, and Nick Chubb not is not there as well. It's, Jerome Ford had a great game. He's, he's been stepping up. I think he had, like, I just saw it earlier. He had like six point four yards per carry, something like that.
0: But like this is gonna be like a Matt Moore, 6. 3 yards a per Matt carry. Moore playoff like yeah, performance. Yeah, like they won't win a playoff so, game. with yeah.
1: DTR, or PJ Walker. No, like, I, I hate to say it, but they won't.
0: Not in this state and If they get
1: there, like I know they're in good positions right now, but there's a lot, there's a lot of ball left to play. Nine you, games
0: left. You, we've talked about this so many times on the podcast. Defense this year got so good. Yeah. Especially in playoffs, when you narrow it down to those elite teams. Guys everybody's like hurt, everybody's tired. You know, rookies like Jaron Hall, Danny DeVito's—they're not going to be able to <laughs> step up in the playoff game. Very rare do we see. I mean, we saw uh, Connor Cook try and do it with it the Raiders. It's not—it's yeah. not, not going to work, bro. You know, it's—it's no. it's a proven failure. So it's going to be interesting if they maybe even you know bring in a guy. You know, who knows? Maybe they get Matt Ryan mm-hmm. off his ass and say fuck it.
1: But the Ravens—the story of them though is last two years they've had a bit. not to say big lead, but confident lead with. Not a lot of time left, and they blew it. And we saw it once again with this game. I don't know exactly how much they were up by with exactly how much time left, but I know they were up by a significant amount. And, and it, was, it was like a fourteen-point unanswered quarter for the Browns.
0: Is it in the fourth coaching?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't.
0: I, I never question Harbaugh. I don't think anyone ever will. But I think in general, like a general consensus is this team hasn't done much since
1: Joe Flacco's post season like, is, run. Is it Lamar just putting his foot off the gas, like? Or kind of did that this week.
0: Or is it the scheme? I don't know. Like is it just not clicking? Is there something's off there? Yeah. And that needs to be corrected if just they can't want to hold maximize it. I agree. And, and we saw it here for sure. Yeah. But the next game, we can just gloss yeah. over this. The Jaguars got exposed, yeah. bro. Like we were Niners are back. <laughs> Niners are back, but also the Jags got exposed, yeah. bro. At home, too. At home, but 185 passing yards from T- from T. Law. Like he had a he had a rough, rough day, game. bro.
1: Yeah, and McCaffrey's touchdown streak broke. Yeah, it was like 17 games in a row. He had a touchdown, and they they were trying to get him one at the end. This to be a dick, but he couldn't get him in there.
0: Which you know, unfortunate, it's but
1: fine. Like you're fucking, you're on
0: 34 to three. Like yeah, the 49ers, like you said, they bounced right back. 34 to three, yeah. dominating the Jaguars at home. Like, like you said, I
1: felt so bad for Brady because in in our fantasy league, he's done. Like he's what two and eight now, I think. But um. He has Purdy and T-Law, and so before the game, it was maybe like 11.30, I was looking at his team, and I was like, Brady, he, he had T-Law starting, I was like, Brady, I, I don't know, I mean, <laughs> someone's some telling me he's probably rock with Purdy this game, but he's like, nah, I gotta rock with T-Law, and I was like, you know what, yeah, I, I get it, like, so I'm one overall pick, and Purdy is the last pick in the draft, I know it doesn't matter, but you know, T-Law's the more talented quarterback, he is, Yeah. and T-Law just had fucking dumpster fire a game, and Purdy had, like, 27 points. I was just like, damn. Like, I totally get why he started T-Law, but I was like, "Damn!" I was texting, I was like, you should have started You should have started Purdy. He was like, yeah, I know, I even,
0: know. <laughs> even Trevor Lawrence, after the game, was like, this is the worst game I think I've ever played. Probably, yeah. Uh, it was bad, and, you know, we don't have to really talk about it much more, but you said it perfectly. The Niners may be back. Everyone's kind of healthy. Back. Yeah. Debo's back, and Trent Williams should be suspended. I know we're just now kind of going over that you know, pile drive on Van Der Esch because of that neck injury. I know that happened like a while ago, but, you know, that was crazy to see that on camera, you know, see that whole video. I just want that to be notated because, like, that shit, like, low-key stuck with, man. I'm like, bro, you just potentially ruined a man's life and passion because you probably got pissed at him for just being a gritty, hard-nosed player, you know, maybe coming at you with everything he has, but... Just to do that, bro. Maybe I don't know, bro. I don't see an excuse for it unless, like, seriously, something fucked up was said. Yeah. The Vander Esch is a, you know, he's a he is a blue collar player. Yes. You know, he's not. Career is definitely over yeah, now. Yeah. You know, you don't. Yeah, that's a guy that could have definitely been either extended or even re-signed with another team, been a veteran presence, and maybe played another four years, like an Anzalone type guy. But I just really think that that was fucked up. Like, if that was actually like intentional. That is very malicious and sinister, and that needs to genuinely, again, be investigated, uh, in my personal opinion. But uh, I guess we can get into this next game, kind of a meh game we'll go over. Uh, the Buccaneers taking the W over the uh, Tennessee Titans, 20-6. to The Bucks finally bouncing back, getting a win. We talked about this last week. If the Bucs couldn't win this game, their season's genuinely over.
1: They had to win this game. But yeah, they did. They did. Yeah.
0: Um, Baker had a decent game. The defense really stepped up, though. After having three terrible back-to-back-to-back games, like horrible bottom-five defense-esque games, they they dominated today. Or not today, but at least on November 12th. Um, and, and they genuinely showed up. Will Levis had a rough game, but he was, he's was he been hit already, I think, the second most in the league. So, or was
1: this like eighth most, I think, or seventh most out of all quarterbacks? And he started, what, his third game starting? Yeah,
0: so they really have an issue there. And
1: also, uh... That first game was kind of a fluke for him, wasn't it? it? Seems like teams watched the film and saw his tendencies and looked at some of the last two games. Not, I know it's not, you know, team around him's not too great, but
0: well, I know I saw Derrick Henry had like five yards. Yeah, the O line is the yeah. O line is clearly terrible.
1: Yeah. I know this, it's been a first-round pick, and Peter Skarzanski, who's been okay this year, but they probably need to put in a, invest on in the first-round pick and a tackle or something. But we kind of knew this was gonna happen though. Like, they lost so many pieces on the O line that. I don't know why anybody's surprised about that. I don't think anybody is, but.
0: No, I agree, but yeah. <clears throat> I just think that it's definitely strange, it's concerning, yeah, to see a very lackluster amount of effort coming out of a Mike Rabel coached team. Yeah, I've never seen a team like his, like a, a coach, a co- a t- eh, excuse me, a team coached by him, play like this ever. You know
1: what though? Like I feel like with the roster they have, like they're not awful. Like they could very well be two and eight. Three and seven right now, but I don't know what their record is. I, I think
0: they've right won around. three games at least, four games. So
1: like, I think I think this team is better than it should be. Considering, I mean, they're not a very good team, but I think Vrabel does have these boys. You know, they are they are they can play football at least. Let's like, not like watching the Giants or the Panthers. I
0: agree, but I just also sorry about my squeaky ass <laughs> chair, folks. Um, but I just genuinely, I don't know. I just haven't seen. You know,
1: there's not, not a lot of spark there as it was in previous years. Yeah. Derrick Henry's older now, like.
0: They need to revamp. Yeah, potentially it, it, reset. I think, I think
1: this is a uh, rebuild. Okay, they're three and six. Okay, okay, it's not a rebuild. Yeah, this is this is a transition year though for sure. They're getting Levis some experience. Going to need to get more talent around him. Sheldon Burks has been in another lineup all year. He's well, he's—I th- think
0: he's out for the year. Yeah. he got carted off the <laughs> field guy. like two years ago. I mean, not two years, <laughs> two weeks ago. My time and words have been <laughs> fucked today. We literally uh, little interval. We just drove like two hours collectively, a little oh, over long two hours.
1: Yeah, probably two and a half hours. Probably pushing three, honestly. Yeah.
0: Just to get some fish and some plants at a fish store. Shout out to the uh, the Fish and Emporium in Tampa. Pretty dope-ass store. Shout out to uh, Dave and Caden for putting me on that place. uh, Logan, you actually got... You made your first, uh, I guess, in a sense, pet purchase. Yeah. Bought six gold barbs. I did. You named them all. After
1: after the Straw Hats.
0: (laughs) What what are the six names you chose real quick? I chose
1: the first six members of the Straw Hats. So we got Luffy, Zorro... Nami, Usopp, Sanji, um... Chopper, yeah, Chopper, yep.
0: So those six are swimming around the tank. The straw
1: hats, yep. And
0: the straw hat gang is, you know, it's in there. They're patrolling the area. Yep. They got some bigger enemies in there, but they're, yep. you know, they're, you know, they're, they're a gang of six. They are. And, uh, they'll do what they need to do. Yeah, no, we were we we're generally a day of driving through rain. So yeah, if you live in, raining in if you live in the St. Pete or uh, Tampa area, you know Bay area. the Bay Area. It was definitely raining a lot, um, and it's been kind of yucky the past couple days. Yeah. Uh, but moving on to the next game, oh god, this was an ah oh, fuck game. It was, and I love it. Yeah, um, because the Steelers won because of their defense, Mike Tomlin, that defense is. Stout, yeah. I have Always to say, is. Joey Porter Jr. has played a phenomenal Stunt, season, yeah. slept on. He has been not, he hasn't been talked about as much. He really hasn't. I think he could be up there for deep defensive rookie of the year. I really do. He's played lockdown, yeah. And, um, another guy that's really played well for me, like not for me, but just in general, obviously, is Watt. I mean, how, how, <laughs> Watt, yeah, how, like DJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, and uh, Cam guys. Hayward Cam coming Hayward. back, you know. Oh, he is back, yeah. Now. Coming back and being a part of that he's team. He's always a dog, yeah. Yeah, and, and generally that defense is very, very
1: well coached, and they won them this game. Two picks on Jordan Love. One at the very end again. The game again. ending another pick. Game, another game ceiling pick out of Jordan Love. He has had, he has, he's had two opportunities to win the game in his own picks in two, those two separate games.
0: And it goes back to, they he had that one comeback win against the Saints, I'll give him that, but he also did lose that, like, Seventeen point lead against the Falcons yeah. in Week Two.
1: And they're they're sitting at three and six. Like this is a lost season for them, but they're a very young team, still the youngest team in the NFL. But it's things like things have got to change. There, they got to get that DC out of there. They got to get some more weapons around Jordan Love. I like Christian Watson. I know I was high on him this year, but he's not on that one receiver. No. Clearly, clearly he's on M1 receiver. This was his
0: test and maybe he's still not hundred percent after the injury, but at the same time he should have been like he should have come in at least been a safety valve and for Jordan Love.
1: I would like to see them go after uh, T. Higgins in the off season, potentially. And if they can't sign him, I would love to see them break the mold and sign key or draft Keon Coleman. I know they don't I know they don't like to take receivers in the first round, but I it's would sweet, like. I'd
0: them. like to say this right now. He is my number two receiver in the draft in the you. upcoming year. I he
1: really you. is. And I, he's, he's he's a perfect scheme for Packers. He's what the Packers love. Like a big, big physical receiver. Like
0: big physical, great handwork, you know? and his route running is actually like genuinely elite yeah, he's, for a guy his size.
1: I think him or T. Higgins for the Packers. That would, like this offense. I, I think I mean, you give Jordan Love another another season to truly see what he's got. Let Romeo I, Dobbs stay in the slot. Yep. Yep. And and Christian Watson obviously is a wide receiver too. and you know.
0: probably three at the end of this. You know, I would get maybe, T Higgins maybe. and try and draft a guy. Maybe. Yeah. Like, that's what I would do. Ooh, like, just load up on the receiving. Why corner? not, bro? Okay. Yeah. If you didn't do it for Aaron. Try and change the recipe for Jordan, bro. Fuck it. Yeah. Because like he's clearly failing with what he has. Utterly. Yeah. Like it's bad. What what he's putting out and on. The I tape think he is could bad.
1: be better too. Like with with better weapons. Like I just think having Romeo Dobbs, your your number one wide receiver. Like yeah. Gonna, that's that's he's not a bad receiver, but like he's a receiver three, receiver four. Let's be
0: real. I agree with that statement, but I also do have to say that the tape that I've seen from it's Jordan been rough, Love up it, and down.
1: Yeah. Good good moments, but a lot of you, more bad than good. You
0: said point. it at the start yeah. of the game recap here, two game ceiling
1: picks. Which the first one I don't really blame him on. It was a long throw, but still, still maybe like, just
0: a bad decision. But like, you know, everything it shouldn't have been to that point yeah. in that game. But like same here. This was a bad throw. This was this was a bad call, maybe a bad play call. Everything about it was bad, bro. And honestly, they should have won this game.
1: They should have, yeah.
0: The Steelers' offense has been shit. Matt Canada get fired. Someone get him fired, please. They they they're, they're have, failing. The that, coaches that, have a That running game's
1: been playing a lot better now. though. Najee
0: Harris is actually and like, and Jalen Warren, a guy I really He's have stud. appreciated, bro. He's stud. Shifty. Good pass catcher. Oh my
1: god, the pass game was so awful. It was, bro. Can you think it was 14-23, to 23, 126 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks. No one did anything passing-wise. But look at the run game, like, Jalen Warren, 15 carries, 101 yards, one touchdown, 6.7 left for carry.
0: He's low-key stealing the show. On the And then Najee track.
1: was 16 for 82 with a touchdown, he's... Um, 5.1 yards. Like, that's, that's two good run performances.
0: He's the power back in that yeah. offense, for but sure. Jalen
1: Warren's like, he just looks overall faster and just better. He's Honestly. like... He's shifty, bro. But you're looking at Jordan Love, it's the same thing. That's It's the completion percentage. He was 21 of 40. We've seen this a lot from this year. His completion percentage is kind of just shit. It
0: is. He's very inaccurate or very... Indecisive. And just drive the
1: drive, he's not consistent, you know? like
0: I will say this. The first half... Like, they come out cold, bro.
1: Jaden Reed played pretty good, too, this I, game.
0: A guy I genuinely did pick up on the bench, yeah. and I haven't started him, but, like, oh, I, love I,
1: hey, why would you? I, I
0: saw him emerge in, like, I think week four or something, even against the Lions, had a couple good catches. Yeah,
1: good game this game. Yeah. Get
0: guys like that involved, or, or switch up the quarterback, bro. You have a rookie backup, like, fuck it, bro. Like, yeah, if it's not going to work.
1: I see Aaron Jones. I know he's back, but he doesn't look, he doesn't look the same at all. He's probably cut after this season, honestly. He's he saved that money.
0: Honestly, I'm going to say this. I will. Say, he's kind of a great leader. He is. He Like, actually, low-key, a phenomenal leader. 13
1: I, for 35, zero carries, or zero touchdowns, 2.7 yards per carry. Ugh. The
0: production is not the same, but he is on the sideline, picking up the rookie's helmets, doing what he has to do. There's a legit video of that, bro. He's very inspirational. He's a good captain. He could be just take a pay cut and just be running back fucking three, bro.
1: Christian Watson had seven targets. How many catches do you think he had? Two. Yep. That's going kind to of been the story all year with them. Like Christian Watson and Jordan Love have not been on the same page all year.
0: I just think Jordan Love is not the an- like me personally. I don't think he's the answer, bro. I don't. Uh, I,
1: I want. I want to believe in him. I do, but I, I think. I think they have to give him another year, just with better things around him. But can he be? Can he be the guy there? Maybe, but I don't know. I don't start know.
0: Magoo. <laughs> Start fucking Magoo, bro. Not the literally,
1: but start Magoo. The Steelers are probably the worst six and three team I've ever seen, honestly. Like they're not an awful team, but six and three for them is like how is that team six and three?
0: Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin.
1: It's the only answer. What have we been saying this whole time? Mike Tomlin and TJ Watts, the only answers.
0: Mike Tomlin is a first battle hall of fame head yep. coach who is no not question. going to have a losing season because his resilience and leadership drives that defense. He's a players coach. He like the def like the defense every fucking year with him, bro. It's 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 just of a, a, a force, and, and you go back to even like the 2010, 2011 teams, those are those were units he had out there. on defense. Pittsburgh.
1: Pittsburgh's always has a good defense. Oh, ever since like what, the fucking sixties seventies yeah, uh, forever. The seven seventy five.
0: Mike Tomlin, dude, he changed the game in twenty ten. Like the player, this player safety like initiation protocol was created because of that defense he had in twenty ten. Those guys would take your head off. Troy Polamalu, yeah. like, those guys, like, come on.
1: Fucking uh, James Harrison.
0: All those guys, bro. James Harrison. Menace. Dude, what a beast he was. Beasts. Menaces. got
1: drafted rookie, you know he was. James Yeah,
0: that's a story. I love, uh, I always loved watching, <laughs> I think, the <laughs> yeah, NFL yeah. documentary series, and he was definitely, he had a story, I think, on NFL films.
1: And I love how he went to the Bengals, and then, like, went to the Patriots, and then came back to the Steelers when he was older. It's just funny.
0: He had to, mm. to, to wrap it up there, honestly. But I guess moving on to this next game is a game... We covered extensively already, yeah. if you guys want to check out that Lions episode, for sure. But a shootout of a game, for sure. Detroit no versus L.A., no defense was played. But the Lions took the 41-38 to 38 victory over the Chargers in L.A., um, and it was pretty much a game of not only just the double-headed rush attack of the Lions, but Jared Goff, 90.2 uh, rating, by the way. He was top three rated quarterback this past weekend with Dak Prescott and I believe it was Brock Purdy. Um but he uh he had a great game, really threaded the needle on some throws, but so did Justin Herbert. Just you know, his coach sucks and we have a better one. Yeah. So it came down to that in my opinion. But, you know, that's all all I think we really yeah. have to say about yeah, we, that we, game.
1: We hammered out on that. Episode. We
0: really an over an hour's worth of content yeah. if you guys are Lions fans or Chargers fans. We covered that game pretty extensively, as well as just overall the Lions' start to the season. Mm -hmm. So tune into that episode and show us some love and support. It's greatly appreciated. And I also do have a little announcement, by the way, if anyone's still listening at the end of the episode, regarding a little bit of expansion for the Tea Time reports. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the team knows about it already. But if you want to go visit uh, this particular source of information about the pod, I'll definitely just stay tuned for the information. Um, Moving forward here, the Atlanta Falcons go into, I believe, Arizona, right? They Mm -hmm. went, yep, and they took the L. Kyler Murray debut. Kyler Murray's game back, 25-23, Cardinals win. Um, Taylor Heineke got injured. uh, Ritter came back in. Yeah, Ritter came in. and No, he actually, dude, he played well. Ritter, yeah, rushing touchdown, fifteen I think a 15-yard rushing touchdown. Well, I tried to mount a comeback, but it just wasn't enough. Um, But Kyler Murray, you know, debut game back with Jonathan Gannon as uh, the head coach, right? And, and it uh, wasn't awful, you know. Maybe we see a little, little sneak peek of what they could be together next year. You
1: know, Kyler, you know, passing wise, you know, they didn't really push the ball downfield much this game. But he had 250 yards and zero touchdowns, one pick. He did the rushing touchdown. James Conner also came back this week. Um, but it wasn't a perfect game. Trey McBride balled the fuck out. I don't know if you were watching this game, but it, it was just time after time. Like this guy was just first down, first down, first down. He eight catches for 131 yards on nine targets. See, he's. There's something there, I guess. You know, you know Kyler always had that connection with Zach Ertz. So obviously, he's out for the year. I think so. Yeah, McBride's like his guy right now. But the team overall did look better with Kyler. I, like I know the stats don't really back it up like that, but the team did for sure looked better I with mean, Kyler. They, they they won. They, they won. stayed
0: yeah. in the game the entire time. They and they,
1: you know, they won. They they, they they you know I know Dobbs didn't play awful. I know he was he had some rough 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 moments, but. The team just overall looked better with Kyler, and yeah. I think that's that's what you want at your quarterback because he, guy that can elevate people around him, and I think he did do that.
0: He definitely did because the roster is not good. The Falcons, on the other hand, I'm I think I'm at that point with you, bro. Arthur Smith yeah, He's, he, gotta go. he, he's he, got to go. He's got time. It's it's apparently I think they're I,
1: bringing him back for next season as well, but I think after miss.
0: this year, I th- I think after this year they should just let him go, um, and then just genuinely try and implement promote a guy or. You know the Falcons are a good organization,
1: and they have good players. They have great players, great talent. One thing I like, I want to shout out real quick. This game is Bijan finally got some fucking touches. He had twenty-two carries. Algier had nine. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that like thank you. (laughs) Like (laughs) fuck. (laughs) Why did it take till week ten? Top ten running back draft pick in Mm. your. I know they lost, but
0: it's good to get him involved. It it is. You you don't want to stunt his development and growth as a player. Especially as a running back, you mm. want to keep those legs hot and moving. That sounded weird, but I'm gonna let that
1: slide. I'm looking at this pass game. And it's just they didn't even have 100 yards passing combined between both quarterbacks. Well, Ritter
0: did come in late. He did come in yeah, late.
1: I'm like he at 55 yards, Ritter at 39. Like nothing did, just happened. The, the
0: rushing, the Russian touchdown, man. That's
1: what it was, <laughs> man. That's what Ritter is,
0: bro. He's gonna get you that. He's gonna get you that touchdown, uh, or that pick. But uh, Desmond Ritter, let's get him back in the game plan. Let's get him back in Atlanta. Uh, let's make sure he's the solidified, fide guy.
1: Matt Prater had four field goals, and he's gotta be like 37 now, bro, honestly. No, he's he's still a Matt, good kicker, he's yeah. still a really good kicker. He was on the
0: Lions, and the Broncos, on the Giants.
1: No, he wasn't on the Giants, that was Robbie Gold. I, I think he's still kicking as well. <laughs>
0: yeah, bro, let's get, these guys are old, bro. When you get some new kickers in here. Um, <laughs> hey, they're still working. And, moving on to this next game. Logan, we're just going to gloss over this unless you genuinely want to talk about it. But the New York Football Giants take on the Dallas Cowboys and lose <laughs> 49 to 17. What are we talk
1: about? We expected exactly what we expected.
0: Uh, well, 89 to 17, 17 in two the matchups. Season. The Cowboys have got the season sweep. Uh, Danny DeVito
1: scored, uh, I think, twice. Danny DeVito. Yeah. Two touchdowns. Saquon had like one. Wait, well, I had like one yard in the first half or some shit like that.
0: And then that meme of a right guard or left guard. Oh yeah,
1: uh, uh, fucking um, Marcus McKeithen. So I showed Trevor this uh, yesterday before we started recording that Lions episode. But um, it was like a trap play. So he was pulling. You you tell tell as soon as he goes into three point stance, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He's looking back like, like, <laughs> like, like he does He has no idea what he's doing. Um, Danny DeVito snaps the ball. The uh, oh, entire offensive line, you know, gets out of their stance and they're, they're running. He's still in his stance, just <laughs> sitting there. So like He goes, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> and he, he traps and then turns around and looks at Saquon. Saquon has a wide open gap, probably a touchdown. You know, we're, we're, we're probably down thirty to zero, so it doesn't fucking matter. Still, he runs into Saquon,
0: but he's facing the other he's direction. He's facing the He's <laughs> facing
1: Saquon. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like that, that's that's that, if there's one play to define a season. That's the play that defines a giant season right there.
0: That that defines yeah, and then, I, yeah, that was that was bad, bro.
1: That's that defines that game that defines this season. Yeah, I think that's all that could be said.
0: <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. And honestly, fuck the Cowboys. Caleb Williams
1: with number two overall pick now. So Caleb or Drake? Let's get to number one. We're I, so close. I, I we need the Panthers to win like a game or two.
0: Low-key, I like Drake Make for y'all, but I also... I'm Caleb Williams, generational I talent. I, I agree. And the next game is another really good game. The Washington Commanders take the loss 26-29 to 29 against the Seattle Seahawks. Um... Sam Howell leading the league in passing. Number Mm two is
1: C.J. Stroud. I think Sam Howell also leads the league in completions. He does.
0: Over 264, I believe.
1: He had a good game. 300 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. I think
0: it's his fourth game this year over 300 yards. If you want to stat check that. But Honestly, Seattle played a very nice game on defense. When it came down to it, made the stops they needed to. Um, They are suspect with their pass rush for sure. But I will say this, they are just very well coached. Pete Carroll is another reason they won this game. But uh, Ron Rivera, they will not win these types of games with him as the head coach. They need to move on from him after this year to let Sam Howell blossom. Because this, this, guy, fourth
1: game, yeah, somehow, yeah. Th-
0: this guy genuinely has so much potential in my opinion. If you watch him play, he has a chip on his shoulder. But he also has a massive arm. This guy can thread the needle. The throw to Deami Brown—I just can't throw. I can't stress this enough, guys. That throw was nice, like it was nice. Um, but you know, just shout out to Sam Howell. Even though they're going through a rough season, he's still playing this is really a great good. Great season for
1: development, though. It like, is. It is. I think. And I think as a Commanders fan, like you kind of knew you weren't going to compete with the Eagles or um, the Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, what, you, I think you kind of wanted to see competitive ball. In this development out of your quarterback, and I think, as a, if you're a Commanders fan, you this is all you can ask for. I agree. So you, uh, you, uh, you, you think Howell's in another year? Obviously, I think so as well. But that's that's if you're a Commanders fan, like you don't have to worry about your quarterback. I was for gonna, now at least I was going to
0: ask. Do you think he's potentially the guy for them? He can
1: be, yeah. Um, mean, we got to see more. Gotta, like you said about CJ um, Stroud, we got to see next year. Yeah, but f- fourth. Um, 300-yard games. so yeah. he, he, he can play. He, fifth-round he, draft pick. It's not. It's not like we're watching Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who's a fifth-round pick this year. Saw, I mean, I, we only saw one game out of him, but it's not like we're watching Zach Wilson. Like somehow can somehow can actually play. He can
0: he stand can in play. the pocket. Yeah. Deliver. Hit, yeah.
1: Make a throw. Which
0: honestly, you can genuinely tell by a guy's like demeanor, especially quarterback. Which again, we talk about the quarterback position so much because it's it is one of the... It's the most important position, but it might be one of the most important position in sports. Yeah, for sure. And Sam Howe, you see him, and you know, you, he has the he has the bulkiness to him, kind of like a Baker Mayfield, but I think he's more athletic, um, for sure, like with speed and agility Maybe and versatility bit, yeah. in the pocket. But I do believe that his arm is better than Baker Mayfield. Maybe I, I actually think he can thread the needle Maybe. better than even make Baker was in Cleveland. Um, and I'm not shitting on Baker. I, I like the I like the Bucks. I'm a Bucks guy. Shout out to Bucks fans. You know, like Austin, your brother. Um, but genuinely, I, I think Sam Howell's a guy that people can look forward to. But Seahawks come away with another gritty win. They're they're a good team. I mean, they have suspect.
1: Myers five for five on field goals.
0: They have a suspect. They have suspect moments. Yeah, but sure. they beat the Lions like this in like a close game in OT. They beat the Commanders like this. They've definitely been exposed. So have the Lions. So have the Ravens. So, so a lot the of those, yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where the Seahawks are still on par, I think, with a lot of those other teams. But good win for them.
1: Um, yeah, Gino had a pretty solid game, 370 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah,
0: 370. Um, Fuck yeah. Yeah,
1: the, the run game wasn't great, but you know, Kenneth Walker, he's just he's a gritty guy. You know,
0: he's he's a top ten back.
1: Yeah, for oh for sure. Um, DK had a good game, seven catches on 12 targets for 98 yards. Tyler Lockett, who's coming to life again. I, he's he's just, never not
0: been alive I know. He's just, Like he's, he's just, just so consistent. He's just never talked about mm-hmm. because he's honestly, it's not. I'm not trying to slight Gino. It's because they don't have that all-star, big-name quarterback. You know, it's because when you have a team like that, in my opinion, you have wide receivers like even that. With
1: Russell, he wasn't really true. True. This guy that goes on because he's, he's not really a vocal guy. You know, no. he's just put his head down and go to work. Kind he's of. He's not a diva, but he he had eight catches for 92 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Like he, another phenomenal gain out of him.
0: But he's he's been a consistent dog for
1: years, for years, for years. And honestly, if you can you look up his career stats real he's, quick, he's like he's like up there with Mike Evans, like with consistent thousand yard seasons. I'm pretty sure he is
0: low key, like not player archetype, but and play style. But he is in a sense their career wise Mike Evans. And I'm not comparing the two because, but they're both like low key going to be legendary receivers in their respective ways. In about ten years, Mike Evans one, for two, sure, but three, Tyler Lockett definitely. He's had
1: four four straight one thousand yard seasons, and if he gets another one this year, it's gonna be five straight.
0: And he has a ring, right?
1: No, he didn't get the ring with them. Okay, yeah. but he's
0: been to a Super Bowl. You know, that's a good. That's no, a...
1: they actually got him the year after. Okay, twenty fifteen. They got the other twenty fourteen. So he's
0: still searching for that that big win, and yeah. if he can get that, but you know, he how how
1: has he been in the league? Since twenty fifteen, it's been that well, long already. Yeah. Nine
0: years. How many yards
1: does he have? 7,600, we'll just say that.
0: I think if he gets to, like, 15K and some more touchdowns, how many touchdowns? Uh,
1: where is it? Touchdowns.
0: 58. Okay, oh fi- that's this? really good. 58 touchdowns?
1: And one thing I'm, I've noticed about him is I'm looking at these games. Every single season, except for 2016 where he played 15 games, he's played every game. Gritty, every consistent, game. healthy.
0: Yeah. that That's a, you know, all you can
1: ask for. That's like, all you can ask for.
0: Honestly, there might be an argument at the end of his career. You know, we look that's at the numbers I'm again. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say Hall of Famer. I, I mean, Maybe.
1: So, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at his first couple seasons. You know, he had 600 yards in 2015, 600 yards in 2016. But those were like the down years of Russ. Then he had 960 in 2018. But since then, 1,000 yards, thousand, eleven hundred, thousand. 1,100, 1,000. He's on pace for 1,000 this year potentially. Like, I don't know.
0: I think he's on I, mean, maybe. Par. I, I think he's on the trend if he continues this production he could definitely be maybe
1: in like you know 30 years not not a first shit. ballot
0: no, not man. a first ballot but I, he genuinely could be in the Hall of Fame one day So maybe. shout out to Tyler I that's a bold take we can look back on and maybe uh, laugh at or you know genuinely be like hey fuck all y'all we were right type shit cuz I in Tyler 30 Lockett, years, fuck it. Bro cuz I won't lie he's a guy that's always stood out to me yeah. especially when he plays against the Lions he's impossible to cover he's shifty sure-handed explosive Fun guy to watch, for sure. Makes
1: crazy like toe tap circus catches all the time, all the time. Acrobatic catches. One of the most underrated, honestly, most underrated receivers in the game, to be honest. Essentially of of
0: this century so far, for sure. Um, But this next game is a game I don't even want to talk about. But it's the Jets (laughs) taking the L against the Raiders, sixteen to twelve. Antonio Pierce, dog is a head coach. Let him stay with the team, please. Listen to the fans. Listen to the players. The team is performing. He's to bring in Belichick. Unless they bring in Belichick, but no, bro. Like, why? Like, why? You already brought in a belichick s guy. Let a player coach take this team to a different level. And I personally believe... he set it out for the game. I'm not stupid. I know I'm going to get Devontae Adams the ball. Like, don't right. waste his career.
1: Right. Like, let Aiden O'Connell be a bridge guy next year. Josh Jacobs had 27 carries. <laughs> like, literally, give your guys... Give your good players the ball. Like... And Aiden O'Connell is not
0: playing bad ball. No,
1: it's it's he, all right. But he's not losing, though. He's not, he's not losing, developmental though.
0: developmental time yeah. here. I,
1: he had to pick this game.
0: I'm not li- literally, like, bro, I'm not trying to be like... I, I know I was high on Ritter. I know I was high on Howell. Some of these guys have hit. Some of these guys have missed. But I think if you give this guy some time, he could be a bridge guy. I really do. Like, we were Maybe. talking about him in the preseason, bro. He looked good. Maybe. He had flashes. Good throw, Stands in the pocket. He has it's, that... Even it's a spot
1: star, Gardner Minshew...
0: Seriously, and with a combination of Josh Jacobs, who if he loves, if they like this guy, they're going to stay. And an elite, a top five receiver potentially of all time in Devontae Adams.
1: I won't go that far.
0: At the end of his career, you never know. Maybe. You never know, because he's a dog, bro. And, and genuinely, like, if you add those pieces together with a pretty above average defense, you know this is a good spot for an Aiden O'Connell-esque guy. To play within a system, and genuinely, they don't have to worry about a quarterback. They could go and fix the other problems they have. O line
1: Raiders are five and five. Yeah, <laughs> like they're not out of it. Right, he
0: anything. saved their season. Excuse yeah, me. And there's
1: still a lot of ball to play.
0: There is, but five and five being a five hundred, I mean, they're in pretty
1: good position. I know the Chiefs again, but
0: with the adversity they've gone through, it's a lot better than you think that that they could have been. In all honesty, um, but the Jets. Who
1: knew that firing like their head coach would be so beneficial mid season for a team. It's like, just
0: what how toxic he was.
1: Usually usually like if a coach gets fired mid season, like they just ride it out to the end. Like they the Jets have it's benefited them like a lot.
0: I mean not the Jets, you mean the Raiders. Raiders, yeah. But the Jets going on to the Jets real quickly. Like,
1: Zach oh, like, Wilson didn't even play awful. Like I feel like
0: that picked the Spillane who <sighs> we do have to retract our statement on him. Go back a couple episodes, you can probably find the statement. But shout out to him. That game sailing pick. He's kind of a good, bro. He's kind of a good linebacker. Kind of really good. Shout out to him. Shout out to that whole team for playing for Antonio Pierce. But getting back... Sorry but to get back, back to the... I think it's yes. just more
1: of a game that Zach Wilson played like against the Chiefs. Where, like, he was making some good throws. He was getting the ball to Garrett Wilson. But the O-line, man. The O-line is just... It's bad. Like, I'm not giving Zach Wilson any benefit of the doubt. Like, he's not... Do you not, think...
0: Do you think after this, do you think Aaron Rodgers should come back?
1: No. No. Hell no. This year? He's going to. Like, he's he's... Regardless, let's let's say they're in playoff position, or let's say they're right out of playoff position. He's if they're out of playoff position, he's gonna say, "Oh shit, my, my team needs me to come back and bring them to the playoffs." He's gonna come back. Or if they're if they're in if they're in playoff position, he'll say, "Okay, my team still needs me. I'm gonna come back." And he might.
0: Do you? I do wanna get hurt again. Do you think if they're out of playoff position and they tell him, "Yo, don't play," and he's like, "How about this? Let me play the last week of the season so I can get a little like get back on my feet." No, no, I don't think so. No, no point. No point.
1: Okay. Just take the extra rest. Like, don't, do why even risk it? You know what I'm saying?
0: Their season was over in three plays, bro. That's so sad for Jets fans out there. I'm sorry, Jets fans. And wow, I'm man, sorry. They had
1: no run game this game at all. And you see, oh, the Michael Carter situation. Oh yeah, they had a players only meeting, and then Michael Carter got cut. Who's most beloved? Was one of the most beloved players in the locker room. Now he's gone. He's got picked up by, uh, fuck, who picked him up? I just saw a second ago. I'll look up on Twitter. Um, he was claimed. There like three teams that claimed him.
0: And that's a shame that they had that kind of meeting and it must have been that toxic.
1: The Cardinals claimed him.
0: That's a good pickup for them. I guess. Kyler yeah. Murray will appreciate that. Um, but getting into the last game of Week 10, which just happened actually on Monday night, November 13th, um, the Denver Broncos took on the Buffalo Bills and took the W in Buffalo 24-20. to 20. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the pine tar on the holder's hand. In the video. Yeah, what was that? That's pintar to increase grip. That's what pitchers get thrown off the fucking mound for. So that's suspect. Um, but DeMar Hamlin costing them pretty much the game. <laughs> um, you, know, you know, that's just essentially how it is.
1: How, how do you get a 12-man on the field? That's just honestly. Game? How does that happen?
0: Coaching.
1: How does that happen?
0: Josh Allen has led the league in interceptions since yeah, he, 2018. He did not play a
1: good game. He hasn't, he play, he hasn't had a had good, a good
0: season, bro. If you look at it collectively, Up and
1: down, he's had good moments for sure. But this game was just. Uh, this looks more,
0: This looks like his rookie year. Explosive games and moments, but just collectively bad.
1: James Cook had a good game, 12 carries, 109 yards, 9.1 per, per carry. Thavis Murray, nine, 9 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. The run game was there. But then you go to the pass game, their leading receiver was Gabe Davis, two catches, 56 yards. Don Kincaid had another solid, really good game for a tight end. Five catches, 51 yards, one touchdown. But Stephon Diggs only had three catches. You have to get him the ball more. But on Patrick Sertan, he had one catch. One catch. Wow. And then, of course, uh, Dorsey, Ken Dorsey, got fired after this game. So maybe something will get revitalized there. Maybe Dable goes back after this year. Who knows what happens. But uh, uh, the Bills, this is a lot. I, don't, I won't say it's a lost season for them, but it's they're not winning the Super Bowl this season.
0: No, they're not winning the playoff game and this season.
1: who knows if Diggs is even there next year. What are they going to do?
0: Go to the Lions, Diggs. Please. Go to oh, the Lions.
1: When I come to the Giants...
0: For something, fuck it, bro. I mean, if like, there needs to, like there there's going to be a big change up in power next
1: year. So, so we're already seeing it. We're
0: already seeing it, but we're seeing that like Texans transition. Now, yeah, we're
1: seeing the transition. Phase. Of course, we saw the, we saw the Chiefs and Eagles at the top of each. I'm conference. talking
0: about maybe the Bills, maybe the Bengals, maybe even um, maybe the Broncos start doing something good yeah. here. Who knows, bro? But
1: Texans, Jags, Raiders, maybe Ma- Raiders, yeah.
0: maybe if they come out of like a hot streak here and get a, co- with,
1: get a quarterback if they can
0: do what the Lions did, you know, have a winning season, don't go to the playoffs or win a playoff game, but you know they ride that momentum in the next year. But
1: maybe the Jets next year.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of teams that are shifting in that you know positive trend, but um, you know that's that kind of goes over our Week Ten recap. We didn't cover too many of the players, but I mean, if you're an avid NFL fan, you obviously. Know your team. If we don't cover them to the perfect extent that you guys like, please let us know. You know, we have plenty of social media platforms at Tea Time Reports on Instagram, Twitter, Threads, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, as well as YouTube at Tea Time Reports. We have some content coming out on there. So please you know, show some support and love, but also send us some, you know, DMs or, you know, messages and tell us, yay, hey, hey, bro, like cover the cover the Ravens a little more, talk about their run game, you know, shit like that. You know, we, we'll we definitely listen and incorporate that into our coverage for sure. You know, we want to make sure everyone, Not we're not trying to appease everyone because that's not what media is about, but, you know, we're supposed to be talking about, you know, what genuinely catches our eyes. Us, yeah. Um, But, you know, as listeners, we want to make sure the community is genuinely happy with what we're putting out yeah. there, so... Please, you know, don't be afraid to do that, especially if you're into these episodes. I mean, try to be
1: unbiased at every team as well. Like, 100%. You have to be unbiased. Of course, unbiased. we all hit the Cowboys, but... Fuck the Cowboys. I'll, but I'll go... I'll say this right now. The Cowboys are a good fucking team, like... I mean,
0: speaking of getting into some of the team rankings, well, let's transition into yeah, our post-week yeah, yeah, post yeah, 10 sure. power rankings, um, and if you don't mind, I'll go first yeah, real go quick. Ahead, um, I know my rankings were a little fucked last week, but genuinely, I just think it's been a fucked couple weeks. It has. Um, but getting into my 32, it's still the Panthers. Um, 31, it's the Giants. 30, it's the Patriots. 29, it's the Cardinals. Still, I know they had a good game, but still, I just, I, I don't think they're very good still. Mm-hmm. Uh, 28, it's the Titans. 27, it's the Packers. 26, it's Atlanta. 25, it's the Broncos. 24, it's the Bears. Could be high, but I I'm Tyson, uh, Badgeant, Bajent, excuse me, he's been uh he's been pretty good, you know, as a backup, honestly. Doing what they're asking. Yeah. And then twenty-five, I mean excuse me, twenty-three I have the Rams, twenty-two I have the Jets, twenty-one I have the Raiders, twenty I have the Commanders, nineteen I have the Saints, eighteen I have the Chargers, seventeen I have the Colts, sixteen I have the Bucks, fifteen I have the Bills, fourteen I have the Steelers, thirteen I have the Jags, twelve I have the Browns, Eleven, I have the Dolphins because I think that they're fake. Um, now, this is where it gets juicy. The top ten, it's going to be very wishy-washy, so I apologize for that. Um, number ten, it's Seattle. Number nine, it's the Vikings. I know that's high, but I... I Dude, uh, shit. It's, what,
1: five in a row for them? Yeah. Like no. And they
0: could get exposed, but they're winning games. Number eight, I have the Bengals. Number seven... I have the Houston Texans. That's the highest they've been all year. Mm-hmm. I think that's a respectable place for them because right ahead of them at 6, I have the 49ers. I know that seems low, but I think the teams ahead of them in the top 5 here, I think we're going to like what we hear. Yeah. Number 5, I have the Lions. Number 4, wow. yeah, I I know I have to leave the Chiefs ahead. Even though they beat them, I just still, you know, the Chiefs have been trending in a very nice direction as well. Um, number 3, I have the Ravens. Number two, I have the Cowboys. Number one, even on the bye, I have the Eagles. I can't, I can't move them. I still mm-hmm. think they're the best team in ball. Um, but I, I know that's going to be an interesting topic is the Ravens at three, Cowboys at two. I know the Lions are low, seven and two at five, but I just think that all these top five teams generally are interchangeable, bro. Yeah. Like they really are. Even the top
1: eight. Yeah. For me, it's, it's, all, it's been the top seven all year. Right, go ahead, looks Yeah, I'll start. I'll start. Uh, number 32. I, I didn't do tiers this week. I feel like the tiers are having, kind of getting a little bit redundant at this point. You know, you have your shit teams, your mid-teams, your mid teams, and then your kind of good teams, and then your Super Bowl tenures. Yeah. So, that's pretty much what it's been all year, so.
0: It's just been funny to listen to you say, like, yo, these teams are shit. <laughs> like, these, this, these guys are shit. Like, so, when you preface shit.
1: So, I guess, you know, these, these four teams right here, I guess you can call this a tier. These are my dog shit teams, but... 32, my team, the Giants. Let's go for Caleb Williams, number one pick. Give me him. Um, 31, Patriots. 30, Panthers. 29, Bears. That's that's the four like dog shit. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 28, Cardinals going up four spots from last week. You know, still not like I said, still not a good team, but better with Kyler Murray. For they're sure. gonna they're gonna
0: keep the, trending up. Um,
1: yeah. Um, 27, the Rams. 26, the Packers. I think they yeah they stayed put from last week. Um, 25 is the Titans. 24 is the Colts. 23 is the Jets, who are tied with my biggest followers going down, going down from 18 to 23. Um, 22 is the Broncos, who I think could have been a little higher because at 21 I had the Falcons, and I think maybe you could have probably I could have probably put the Falcons under the Broncos. The only reason
0: I had the Broncos a little higher is because they did just beat the, beat Bills. the Bills, yeah, in so. Buffalo, and like
1: a pretty good win too. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I would change that, put the Broncos at 21, Falcons at 22. Um, but yeah, Commanders at 20, which I I feel like that's a little low for them, honestly. You know, they're they're a middle of the pack team, but it's it's hard to like from here from twenty to like sixteen. It's all like interchangeable, I'd say. True. But twenty at the Commanders, nineteen at the Saints, um, eighteen is a Bucks going back up into the top twenty. Um, seventeen, my biggest riser this week, tied for it is the Raiders, who so I think were also my biggest riser last week. Yes, they were. They were they were plus seven last week, plus six this week, so plus thirteen in two weeks with Antonio Pierce.
0: Shout out to fucking Jeff.
1: Shout out to Jeff, yes. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff. So getting into my top 16 now. My other biggest fall of the week is the Bills going down all the way down to 16. And it, it's crazy to put them this low, but how can I not? You can't. They're 5-4 now? I mean,
0: you can't not put them that low. That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. They've had a really rough year.
1: Um, the Vikings uh, are 15 going up two spots, going back into that top 15. Um, 14 is the Chargers going down two spots. 13 is the Steelers, and that feels a little high for them, but they're 6-3. and Go um, give them props. Exactly. 12 is the Seahawks. 11 is the Jags, who maybe I could have put the, the Jags under the Seahawks as well, but the Jags did win five in a row. You know, every team has a rough week like that. You know, the Seahawks had that week against the Ravens like that. Um, but you know, yeah, Jags 11, um, down four spots, or my tie for my second lowest uh, fall. 10, my, going to my top 10, uh, 10 is the Bengals, going down two spots, the, they're still a top ten team in my opinion for sure.
0: I have an, I have an eight, so I, I yeah. agree.
1: Um, number nine, my biggest riser of the week, um, tied for with the Raiders, is the Texans. The highest I've had them all year. I think that's nice. a good spot for them, one above the Bengals.
0: True, good be spot them. For
1: them. Yeah. Um, eight is the Browns. Went up two spots. You know, this 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 is probably their peak. I know. I, I think I had them up up this high at some point in the year. I think this is their peak, their ceiling. Especially now that um, Watson's out for the year. I think they're a good team. I, I I think I guess we can see him maybe start trending down from this spot. I don't, I don't see him going higher than this the rest of the year.
0: Because their offense has a question mark mm-hmm. kind no of all job, over.
1: No, yeah. no Watson now. Just...
0: How are you going to utilize your receivers? But shout out to Austin Watkins Jr. He was elevated to the... Did he uh, do from, anything? He had a couple catches. Nice. Nothing crazy, but shout out to him. From uh, you know the Birmingham Stallions to the active roster on the Browns
1: number 7 and these top 7 these are like the best teams in the NFL in my opinion Like these these top 7 have been the inter- most interchangeable all year I know the Bills were in there at the beginning but the Ravens have got to take in their place but number 7 uh, down 1 spot for no reason at all they run a bye week the Dolphins they're the most fraudulent out of all these teams for sure in my opinion um, number 6 maybe I dropped them a little a little far down 4 spots is the Ravens but like you said this top 7 is just it's so interchangeable they're all so good it is um Number five is the Cowboys. Number four is the 49ers going up five spots. Tied, tied for or no, they're, they're my second highest riser this week. I had to get, shoot them back into the top five after that week. I just had to. They beat the Cowboys, so I gave them the edge over them. Yeah, um, true. Number three is the Chiefs going up one spot from last week. They weren't by, so they only rose because the, the Ravens lost. Yeah, um, I agree. And then number two is the Lions going up one spot. And then number one, of course, is the Eagles. I
0: like that list, honestly, more than mine. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. That's a... Like you said, the top eight, top seven, are, it's tough. It, it gets so foggy there because all those teams are very good. Those are going to be teams we're going to see in the postseason. They're going to be battling it out. So that's two so of those teams
1: are going to the Super Bowl. One of them, one of those teams, out of those top seven, are winning it. Yeah, one thousand unless something unforeseen happens, like unless Sam Howell, like
0: Kenny Pickett, Super Bowl, like or Sam Howell, just, or,
1: or or maybe you know Joe Burrow is at ten, like or maybe
0: Alex Magoo, C.J. Stroud. CJ Stroud, maybe he gets a playoff win. Maybe even a divisional playoff win.
1: How about this Case Cookus?
0: <sighs> Case fucking Cookus. He gets on to the fucking Cleveland Browns. They, so, they sign him right now because we just said it. We manifested it. And Case Cookus says, I need two things. John I have, Dyson. I need, yeah, John Dyson and Corey Coleman needs to come back to this team. And we're going to make it fly out here. John Dyson's going to be the starting right guard. Left tackle. Oh, 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 oh you know what? Fuck yeah. You know yeah. what? Put
1: him at running back. Yes. <laughs> bro.
0: Make John Dyson a focal point of this offense. Fucking
1: Nick Chubbs out, so fuck it. Put him at running back. Dude, yeah. Kareem Hunt's not, not much less, like, not much weighing less than him. He looks fat as hell. right now. So. <laughs> but John no. Dyson.
0: Yeah, John Dyson's getting a job as well with Case Cookus, and they're going to take this Cleveland Brown team to the Super Bowl and bring a ring... To Cleveland. To
1: Cleveland for the first time ever.
0: And that's all you need is Case Cook, is Corey Coleman, and John Dyson for any offense, and you were pretty much riding high uh, and riding the promised land. But <laughs> I guess we can move into our predictions for Week 11 of the NFL's 2023 season. Um, we'll kind of go over just briefly W or not. I guess we can give score predictions on games that are interesting, but games that look a little eh, not really. We'll just say win or loss type shit. Yeah. Um, but Thursday night, obviously, November twenty-sixteenth. Uh, excuse me, November sixteenth. Starting off with the bang, like you said, uh, the like we talked about earlier, the Cincinnati Bengals are taking on the Baltimore Ravens at eight fifteen, and this is going to be a really good game. Who do you think wins this?
1: Ooh, it's in. It's in uh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, I was thinking. Mar- I was going to say Maryland. That didn't make sense. But something tells me the Bengals. Just I don't know. I I, I really don't. Jamar Chase, he's kind of always exposed to Marlon Humphrey. Uh, yeah, something's telling me the Bengals, so I'm going to go with them. Score-wise, 34-27. I'll go with that. Okay.
0: I'm going to go the Bengals as well. I'm going go to go 31-24, to Bengals. And I think, it, like you said, Jamar Chase probably goes off. Is he injured? Isn't he injured? No. He's good. Okay, he's okay. good. But yeah, no, a clean sweep there, and obviously... Um, I'll preface that Brandon is going to be adding his extension thoughts on predictions for week 11, as well as his power rankings for post week 10. So stay tuned for that, uh, towards the end of the episode after my uh, little announcements and stuff for the podcast, uh, coming from the team here at tea time, but, uh, moving forward, excuse that little loud, uh, click, click there. But, uh, the first game that we'll talk about for the Sunday slot for November 19th is the Chicago Bears travel into Ford Field and take on the Detroit Lions. I'm going to be take. This is definitely a trap game because of Justin Field. No, I don't think so. I, I do, actually, because when these teams play, there's always some fuck shit. Really, not fuck shit regarding like, uh, all the refs or anything like that, but just always very, you know, there's a little bit Something of a rivalry. Happens, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll take the Lions here, probably 24 to...
1: 14, I'll
0: say Lions 43. 40 to 3. Holy shit. Okay. So maybe bet uh bet on the Lions heavy in this game, y'all. But um and that's that's going to be advice from Logan. We <laughs> again, advising. We we advise on picks and stuff, y'all. Don't be taking this shit to heart. We you know, we talk about this genuinely most of the part, most of the time for fun. But if we you know talking about some money on the side, you know. Probably take the Lions and take some of their players and lineups over, and stuff. Yeah. Um, De- or um, the under, Dave right? Montgomery. Take oh, the over on him. Oh, yeah. Revenge game. Yeah, exactly. Take the Reven- over on him. Revenge game. And we talked about this prediction yeah. for this game uh, in the Detroit Lions episode. Again, tune in for that one. It's a couple episodes back. Um, we talked about the start of the season for them as well. But moving on to the next game is your team, Logan. The New York football Giants take on the Washington Commanders. Uh, who do you think takes this one?
1: Uh, giants, to 3 Okay. <laughs> I think Danny DeVito comes out and throws six touchdowns Fuck Dude You just put that
0: thought in my head And now I like A guy that lives about 40 minutes from his stadium His mom makes his bed He doesn't worry about cooking or and anything And he
1: stars on It's always studying in Philadelphia
0: And he Oh Yeah Hey Danny DeVito His name's actually Tommy DeVito But we just have been saying Danny, Danny DeVito, DeVito the whole time Yeah but if he comes out and balls out 40-3, to three, bro, outplay Sam Howell, that's the way to go. Yeah, but
1: realistically, commanders, of course. Like, well, I'm, of course, I'm gonna take, I want my team to win, but, like, why the fuck would I pick...
0: You gotta take your... I know you're gonna take your team, but give a realistic score if you see that going your way.
1: If, if we win? Yeah. 10-6. to to ten to 6, Okay. 10-7. to 7. Okay. What I think's gonna be, like, probably 21-6. to 6, Okay. Something like that. Okay.
0: I'm gonna take the commanders for sure as... Probably as well. I know you can't because it's your team,
1: but um, give me that draft position, Caleb Williams. True, true. And You got to think about that. Better loss is a win for me.
0: That's true. You got to think about the future at, at this point. But I'm going to take the Commanders. Um, next game is the Titans traveling the, to uh, Jacksonville, taking on the Jaguars. Uh, I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the Jaguars in this game. They're going to bounce back yep. uh, for sure. Um, how about yourself?
1: I think I'm also going to take the Jags. You know, Derrick Henry does is known to go off against the Jags, but like you just said, bounce-back game for them. I think it would be a good win for them. Divisional no win as well.
0: I agree. And the next game is the Packers have to win some of these games. They can beat this team. But the Chargers traveling to Lambeau, taking on the Packers. Who do you got in this one?
1: Ooh, it's a tough one. Something tells me Packers, though. Packers? Yeah. Like, the Chargers do need this win bad. Like, they need they need, so they need, need some wins under their belt bad. They've been losing too many, but something tells me the Packers. I, I, I don't know why. I, I just think... Maybe, I don't know. I think... Uh, nah. Save or pick. I'm going go with the Chargers.
0: I'm going with the Chargers as well. I think they have a more explosive but offense. I
1: can't see the Packers win this game at home, though. Yeah. No, they should. Impossible. They should. Yeah. They,
0: this is at home. They should. You need to win this game, but the Chargers also need to win it maybe more. Um... Moving on to this next game here. The Cardinals take on the Texans in Houston. I'm going, I'm going Texas, Houston. Yeah. Um, sw- clean sweep on Texans here. We'll see if Brandon takes the Texans later on. Definitely stay tuned in for his picks. Again, a little reminder there. Uh, the Raiders in this next game take on the Miami Dolphins in Miami. I'm actually going to take the Raiders in the upset here because I trust Antonio Pierce. I trust his grittiness and his team that has like, got this rejuvenation to it going in and smacking the Dolphins in the mouth. Like I actually, Devontae think...
1: Adams versus Joe and Ramsey. Yeah. They had that little that little matchup on the Rams and the Packers a couple years ago. Low key. And they are again in new teams.
0: I low key do believe this is a game that the Raiders can win and honestly will win.
1: This is a game where look at what the teams the Dolphins have beat. They've all been negative records and they've lost teams of positive records. Raiders are five and five. So this this is like this is like a can they beat those middle of the pack teams? A test. I'm a, I'm gonna say the Dolphins. I think they're there's a better team overall.
0: But would you be surprised?
1: Mm, yeah, I will be surprised if the okay. Raiders
0: win. So, a bit of an upset, maybe a trap game for them. But could they're be, in yeah, Miami. Yeah, absolutely though. could
1: be. come off the bye. I don't know, we'll see. The, come, they are in Miami. The rest
0: should be in are at home. That's a good that's a good bye week. Yeah. Um, it's a safe bet to ch- take Miami, but I'm going to I'm going to go with the Fighters there. I'm going to take Antonio Pierce cuz I think they're a gritty a gritty hard-nosed team because of him. I think he rejuvenated this team yeah. after the toxicity of McDaniel's left, but uh moving on to this next game. Cowboys going to Carolina.
1: Panthers win forty-three,
0: upset. Panthers win.
1: Hammer, hammer that Panthers money line. Hammer that this week. Hammer it. Put your mortgage <laughs> on it. Put your, put your car on it.
0: <laughs> put your fucking check on it right now. But uh, in all seriousness, no, this will be a like Four, a probably 50,
1: forty-three Cowboys.
0: Yeah, a fifty-point game from the Cowboys. Take the over. They'll probably just hit it themselves. CD-Land we'll just
1: have another twelve catch, on. 80 yard game. I mean,
0: they're fucking. Dax out have another 400 yards. Like, their backups of the backups are in on defense because of the yeah. injuries they've gone through. But yeah, no, Cowboys all the way. I hate the Cowboys, but fuck. damn that, good team. They are a good team. I hate to say that in the win. And I it hate. sucks.
1: I need the Panthers to win too, but they ain't winning this game. No,
0: they're they What if they do, bro? Like, what if Bryce just, laughing. just somehow I'm, I'm
1: dying laughing?
0: You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking the Panthers in an upset win. And you know what the score is going to be?
1: Six to three. Five. Five to one
0: to two. <laughs> imagine. I'm kidding. And also, I, I do. I actually am going to take an upset here. I'm going to take wow. the Panthers. Wow. I'm going to take the Panthers.
1: It'll be like when the Cowboys lost to the Cardinals beginning of the year. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think the Cowboys are going to get like low key, like oddly exposed again. But uh, this next game is the Steelers traveling to Cleveland, taking on the Browns. I'm taking the Steelers. I think they have a better coach. I think that's what it's going to come down to because each team is like weird.
1: Because they're both good, but like great
0: defenses, but struggling on offense. So I, I think that this will come down to the coach. And I think Tomlin's just the better coach in my field.
1: This is the hardest pick yet for me. I don't know, honestly. Uh DTR starting. I'm gonna go to the Steelers. Yeah. The Browns are at home, but Pickett or DTR? Uh, I
0: mean I mean Damn bro. Damn, <laughs> bro. Pick it, bro, right? Like, yeah, right, but like, but like First round draft pick, right?
1: Like, Right. He's not that <laughs> good either. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, I, I don't know. I trust you. I guess the, you go to the running backs, the more and Najee a little bit better. Yeah, that,
0: that, that double head rushing attack it's, is heating up good. as well. Yeah. Um, but moving on to the next game, the Buccaneers travel to San Francisco and take on the 49ers. I am going to take the Bucks because I, I I got to take an upset here. Taking them for not only your boy Austin, your, your brother Austin, shout out to him and Adam, um, but I'm going to take him for Rush as well. He's a Bucks fan, you know, and t- taking the Bucs and Baker, going in San Fran and doing what Tom couldn't do against Brock Purdy and solidifying a W for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers organization. And he's going to come out there maybe with a Miller Lite in his left hand, and he's going to maybe take a swick. And you know what? That's going to induce a three-touchdown game out of him. I'm predicting it right now. The Bucks are going to win 28-24. to We're going to see that.
1: I, that's honestly a realistic score. I can see the Bucks winning by, but I'm going to hit the Niners, of course. Of Did course, I almost course. convince you?
0: Or Nah. Ah, nah ah,
1: like uh, can, is, Could it be a trap game? Maybe. Primetime? Could it be a game where the Niners just walk all over the Bucks? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Niners 30 to 17. 30 to 14, something like that. Yikes.
0: Okay. Okay. Probably more realistic than what my what my storyline was looking like. But I, I think that Baker coming out with a Miller light in his hand, I think that's a story in itself. And I think you should do that in this game in prime time. I say I'm saying prime time. Bucks with prime time. I gotta do it. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up, bro. <laughs> but next game is the New York Jets traveling to Buffalo and taking the L against the Buffalo Bills in a twelve to ten contest. I'm picking the score now. Uh, I don't even want to like talk about the prediction of this game.
1: The Jets beat them last time. Remember
0: that? Yeah, but it's a Zach Wilson. I know he was there it's their too. Last time, yeah.
1: That was a Rodgers game too. Yeah, bro. Okay. I'm taking the Bills though.
0: Yeah, right. You gotta take the Bills, yeah.
1: right? They gotta bounce back. Maybe holds no, I don't know. They just fired Ken Dorsey. It's that that Jets defense. I don't know. They gotta bounce. They're, this an, they're this is bouncing. This not a game. This is our trap game.
0: A lot of trap games this week, bro. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the Bills with a rejuvenated week after the firing of their OC. I something think the,
1: tells me Jets. Like I'm gonna go with the Bills, but like something tells me Jets to win this game.
0: I got a gut feeling too about the Jets, so maybe don't right? touch right? this. Yeah, don't touch this game with your money. Like, no, don't, don't. don't. Like, like, don't. But it's in
1: Buffalo, but I don't know. I don't know. They, they didn't matter
0: this week. No, it didn't. With the fucking Broncos, yeah. bro. What, what are they doing, bro? Beating mm. good teams. Next game is the Seattle Seahawks traveling to LA to take on the Rams. Seattle's back this week. Yeah, but Seattle's winning this, in my opinion. I I just I think the roster is just far better. I really do. I know Sean McVay. I want to see Carson Wentz maybe get some time if possible (laughs) because it's just Carson Wentz out there slinging the rock around. I want to see him, you know, potentially. You know, I don't want to see a man dislocate his ankle, both of his ankles in one play again. But I want to see that effort out of a guy again, like Carson Wentz. Um, but no, I'm kidding. The Seattle Seahawks are winning this game, bro. Probably like twenty to
1: four. I'm just gonna double 20, check. Not twenty to four, but like twenty to like six. I'm just gonna double check and see if Stafford is healthy. Yeah, Stafford's healthy, so Stafford's gonna play. Okay. Um, I don't know, bro. They're so wishy washy, bro. <sighs> this they are at home. I'm gonna take the Seahawks, and they're a slightly better team, but I won't be surprised the Rams win because C- Cooper Cup and Puka are gonna be a problem. I'm gonna say twenty to
0: six, Seattle.
1: Oof. I'm, honestly, I, I think the Rams... Something just tells me that. It'll be close to game 27-24, 30-27, three-point game, something like that. Okay. Is it, is it, does it have the spread on here? No, it's, it's no it fine. doesn't. I'll, I'll look up what it is.
0: It's probably favorite, like, probably... Like, in,
1: minus three for the Rams. Because like, they're home
0: field advantage, yeah. right? But... I'm to check that real quick. This is another trap game for Seattle. They could fall to, what, I six wouldn't call four? it a
1: trap game, though. I mean, divisional opponent. Yeah. But it's like, not a bad team. It, and the record's not great, but Stabber's been hurt. It's not, not, a, bad, it's not a bad team. Good coach.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, like, it would low-key be considered a yeah. trap game, yeah. though, for Seattle, because they can't really fall behind even a game.
1: Oh, wow, Seattle's minus one, so they're favored. That okay.
0: One. Yeah, I'm going to take Seattle, bro. I, I, I wouldn't even touch this game with your money, but if you want to bet your mortgage or your fucking, your fucking car on it, <laughs> you go ahead, bro. But Yeah, probably don't do that. Um, this next game, though, is... The, I don't know who put this in prime time. Yeah, no. Minnesota Vikings taking on the Denver Broncos in Denver... This is the final game on Sunday. I'm taking the Vikings, I'm taking bro. Taking the Vikings as well. Say clean sweep there. Now the game of the week. That's the game of the year. Game of the year, definitely Probably in my opinion. Year, it, it is. Yeah. At this point, like, what think of a game that's been like this impactful leading up to it? I can't.
1: Um, this reminds me of fucking the Chiefs, Chiefs and Rams game, the Jared Goff one. Oh. Like it was a two number one seeds at the time. Like it was like eight and one versus nine and zero, oh, some shit like that. It's, yeah. This so, is this is a more rematch right here, but.
0: Felt off the Eagles, travel to Kansas City, and take on the Chiefs. I don't know who to pick. I'm taking the Eagles. One of
1: these teams got to lose.
0: Yeah. But I'm taking the Eagles for my mom. But I think realistically, they can.
1: I, I, I agree. Like I want to take the Eagles for my mom as well. But I think the Chiefs have the edge at home. True. But this one's a toss-up to me. I, I don't know. I well, that don't shows
0: like you it. how good the Eagles are if it's a toss-up. Because normally, it's a clean, clear option to go with Kansas at home. And... Uh, Because Arrowhead is insane.
1: Fuck. And you know they're going to be rocking, bro. Eagles, Chiefs. Everybody, it's going to be sold out stadium.
0: It will be. It will be. Rematch, bro? Come on. Rematch of the Super Bowl? Come on. Mm. I got to take the Eagles, though. I think that Nick Sirianni is going to come in there with a fucking vengeance, bro. He's going to have something special lined up for this one. I really do. Uh, And, uh, bro, Jalen Carter, I think he's going to wreak havoc. And Patrick Mahomes, I know they're winning games, bro. I, and I'm not trying to take anything away from him by any fucking means, but he is having a down year. You look at his statistically numbers. Statistically, he is. Statistically.
1: I won't say, say on the field he is. No, no, no.
0: Because, dude, they're still. Bro, they're still. like, yeah. Look at them. They're still in top three every fucking week in our power rankings. But I'm just saying, like, this is the defense to knock him down on his feet. This is the one defense in the league that has gotten better from last year. Or it's the team that he can overcome once more. Or, again, it could be a. a Patrick Mahomes. If anyone like can story. do it. It's him. But it's also if there's any peop- if there's a team that can do it to it's him, the it's them. It's, it's literally the a yin yang type deal there. This is going to be a storyline game, but <sighs> I I'm, can't wait for it. I'm taking the Eagles, bro. By far,
1: I have to. I think I'm gonna take the Eagles as well for my mom, but I think the Chiefs will win. At home. I
0: mean, yeah, take your pick, bro. It's if, hard. It's hard. If you're taking the Eagles, bro, take the uh, take the Eagles. But if I you're taking the Chiefs, it's, take the to Chiefs. To
1: me, it's a toss up. I, I don't know.
0: This is a very. This is going to be a nail biter. I think. I
1: hope the manning cast is doing this game. I really do.
0: I hope so. They better be. They better lock in. They better lock in, bro. Real quick. Definitely check that. But while you do that, I will briefly say um, again: make sure you guys stay tuned in. Okay, they are doing this game. Manning cast is doing this game on Monday night, November twentieth. Bet. Um, But again, the announcement I wanted to say is: if you guys want a nice little website about the podcast and about all of us a little bit and about what this show is really about. Uh, Go to teatimereports.com. You know, nothing crazy on there, but all of our social media links are very accessible there. Uh, I think it's a fun first website. It's going to get better and edited heavily, you know, here and there. But, you know, check that out. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, All the support, again, is greatly appreciated. Definitely check it out. Again, at teatimereports.com. You know, it took me a little while to set that up, but all the boys approved. And again, I'm gonna get all of them over, and we're gonna do some artistic, again, you know, probably construction on it. But we'll uh, we'll definitely keep like keep keep updating you know, on that website. Hopefully, uh, make that a focal point of the podcast and just overall this media outlet that we're hoping to create in the community, of course. Um, but again, if you guys um, want to stay tuned for Brandon's segment, it's gonna be coming up here in just a couple of seconds. But for me and Logan, we're gonna be signing out here. But Brandon, just gonna let you know, brother, much love. Go ahead and take it away.
2: Happy Week 10, everybody. It's Brandon joining you guys for the second half of this episode. Thank you so much. If you're still tuned in for my half of it, and thank you so much to Trevor and Logs and the boys for allowing me to still get my two cents, my takes, my opinions on here for the second half of the Week 10 recap. Week 10 was a blast, man. Honestly, all-around win-win for me. The Bears beat the Panthers Thursday night football. Tyson Bajant. Outperform bryce young the bears beat the panthers 16 to 13 and we boost our chances to get that top pick from the panthers um not to mention the cardinals also win so that also helps us and overall just around the lead with whether it's just as a bears fan or just an nfl fan there was big games this week there were great games this week there were upsets this week overall just a great week 10 man and it's it's a week that's probably up there with one of the best of the season so far and what's been a very good season very good season there's been a couple dud weeks here and there but whether it's the return of defensive play now i mean you'd see games like 20 to 6 16 to 13 10 to 6 then you also see the games still that are like 41 or 38, but you still have another one, 16 to, 20, or 16 to 12. You see that week in and week now, week out now, so that's dope. You love to see that because me personally, I'm a defensive guy. I, I like to run the ball, stop the run, play defense type of thing. Obviously, it goes back to me just being a little bit of a Bears fan, or not a little bit of a Bears fan, but a little bit of it goes back to me being a Bears fan. and. The 1985 Monsters of the Midway, and Brian Urlacher, Lance Breeds, Peanut Tillman, you know Julius Peppers, Jared Allen at the tail ends of their careers, but however, let me let me not get distracted and off off the rails too much. Now I'm gonna I'm not gonna break down the entire Week Ten game by game the way that loads and Trevor did because I feel like it would just be repetitive. Um, they already did each game justice in breaking it down. It's really not worth just to give my individual take on each game however i'm just going to sort of glance over the storylines for the week and give my takes here and there and if there's a game that i feel like i want to touch on with something i'll make that point but um yeah like i said foreman deontay foreman is in his revenge game against the panthers scores a touchdown the bears beat the panthers Thursday night football the bucks and their four game losing streak knocking off the titans baker mayfield just under 300 yards the 49ers come off the bye and just smash the Jaguars, man. Ending their three-game skid, 34-3, bro. It's crazy. Every game they've won this year, all six of them, they've scored 30 or more points. All three games that they've lost this year, they've scored exactly 17 points. It's wild. Um, the Indianapolis Colts go into Frankfurt and knock off the New England Patriots in what was a relatively boring-ass game. C.J. Stroud, man, leads yet another comeback game winning drive this time not just against a team like the bucks this is Joe Burrow and the Bengals man he just went toe to toe with Joe Burrow in the Bengals and knocked him off man with a game winning drive last second field goal wow man what a story he's becoming the Vikings get their fifth straight win man 5 and 0 without Justin Jefferson who looks to be returning this upcoming week week 11 T.J. Hawkinson continues to ball out the fucking shitty ass Packers lose once again oh man it makes me feel so good i i'm gonna say right now i'm gonna predict that we finish above the packers in the division this year and i would consider the season a success if that happens honestly the cleveland browns man come down come back from down 14 in the fourth quarter knock off the ravens that was one of those games man where like i predicted the ravens to win where it's like damn this should just really go either way but now watson's out for the season that's something we're gonna have to look at as well um but that's that's huge for the browns man like it's is top-ten team right now, man. It really is. There's talent all over the place. Even without Nick Chubb, they're still winning. And now Watson's out for the season. So that, they might be cursed worse than the Bears, man. Kyler Murray comes back and also leads a game-winning drive in his return from ACL injury as the Cardinals beat the Falcons 25-23. The Lions and the Chargers in a barn burner, just like everybody thought. Keenan Allen erupted, 11 catches, 175 yards, 2 touchdowns. the Ross St. Brown also erupted. David Montgomery blasted for a huge run in his return. Overall, just a great game. Probably game of the week. Um, Lions got the victory there. Cowboys did exactly what they're expected to do. They've beat the Giants by a combined of 72 points in their two matchups this year. Dad Prescott erupts. Brandon Cooks erupts. Nothing much else to say for that game. Excuse me. And another sneaky game of the week. um, Seattle Seahawks at home. Knocked off the Washington Commanders. 29-26, 29 to 26, and just like anyone would expect, Seattle has one of the best home records in all of football, improving to four and one in that respective category. Then moving on to the Sunday night game, another one of those dud, fucking boring ass primetime games, and another team that's sneakily five and five, four and one at home is actually crazy for the Las Vegas Raiders, but they knocked off the New Jer- New Jersey, the New York Jets, 16 to 12. Josh Jacobs finally breaks his 100 yard dry spell. Gets 116 on the ground. Um, intern coach Pierce improves the 2-0. And the Raiders, man, they're right in the middle of everything. Moving on to Monday night. Biggest upset of the week by far. Um, Will Lutz tried his best to lose this game for him, but came through with a second chance field goal, 36 yards out after the Bills had 12 men on the field, and the Bills are just in shambles, and they really legitimately might not make the playoffs, which is absolutely fucking crazy to think about. But it's a very, very, very possible outcome. Like the Jets are still four and five, the Bills are five and five. They play each other this upcoming week. You still have the Dolphins in there. Like, but then you still have other teams in this in this conference, like the Raiders, the Chargers are still four and five. You have the Browns at six and three, the Steelers at six and three, the Bengals, the Texans, the Colts at five and five, the Jaguars at six and three, bro. Like. Dude, the Bills legitimately might not make the playoffs. And there's all this shit going on right now with Stephon Diggs. His, Trayvon Diggs, his brother, came out and was just calling out the Bills. Long story short. And now media has just made it this huge thing. And now everyone's just talking about it. Bill Dorsey, I think his first name is, gets fired. And, or Ken Dorsey, something like that. And, yeah, it's just, once again, another another thing to just derail the hopes of the Bills and their season and their, in their chance at a Super Bowl. But, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to touch on it too much. I'm going to move on to my power rankings, then wrap up with my predictions for Week 11. Load, shout-out to you, man. I don't know why I ever moved them from the 32 spot, but starting at the number, th- number 32 spot back where they likely deserve to be um, in all defense, the New York Giants, number 31, the Carolina Panthers, number 30, the New England Patriots, continue to keep trending down. Um, trending up right now, Tyler Murray just got a win against a very – I know week in and week out, I try to defend this Falcons team and Arthur Smith, but week in and week out, they try to just make me eat my words, you know. However, Kyler Murray comes back. gets that game-winning drive, like I was saying. Cardinals trending up right now at the 29 spot. Green Bay Packers, another loss. They're dropping. And, yes, I put them back behind the Bears this week because they lose. The Bears win. Number 28, got the Green Bay Packers. Number 27, got the Bears. Number 26, trending down and down and down. This was a team that was in my top 10 just about a month, a little over a month ago. Number 26, the Atlanta Falcons. Number 25, probably not going to move much from this spot at all the rest of the season. The Washington Commanders. Number 24, kind of similar to the team just prior, the Tennessee Titans. Number 23, trending down, the New York Jets. There's really not much else to say about them. It's the same thing week in and week out. Number 21 also trending down. Yes, they just got a win, ended their four-game losing streak, but they head into San Francisco this upcoming week, 11. Got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 21, expecting them to lose again this weekend. Trending up a lot right now is Denver. They're up six spots from last week. Um, I even had this team as low as, like, 31, 32 at one point. They've even been 28, 29. But they're at 20 right now, the Denver Broncos. They're trending up. Number 19, the Indianapolis Colts, number 18 the los angeles rams coming off a bye week i couldn't really do much with them then trending up i've already touched them a little bit the las vegas raiders at number 17 just right outside that top 15 spot and that's it's kind of crazy to think that i'm really considering them but I'm, I'm all in man i i like what pierce is doing they're getting number eight they're getting number 17 involved he's not stupid he knows what to do and dude when you get the ball in your playmaker's hands you're going to have a chance to win more times than not. Or at least just in every game, you're going to be competitive and have a shot to win. So, And they're, they're playing for them, man. They're they're rejuvenized. They're smoking cigars. Max Crosby is still himself. Look out for that team, man. Number 16 right above them, their division rival, the Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I haven't listened to any part of what Trevor and Loges have done for this first half of the episode yet. So I don't know any of their power rankings. I don't know any of their predictions. I don't know anything. I'm very curious to go back and listen to see where they have this team that I'm about to round out the top 15 with. And that is the Buffalo Bills at number 15. Like I said, man, they're just going downhill, dude. They're week in, week out. It's Andrews on defense. Defense isn't playing up to par. Sh- they get guys like Von Miller back. Still just isn't making that much of a difference because of how depleted they are. The run game just continues to be inconsistent. Josh Allen continues to be Josh Allen. Now there's there's the Stefan Dage drama going on in town. And O.C. is out of town. And it's... How long is it until McDermott's out of town, you know? How long is it until GM's out of town, you know? Like, obviously, there's no equivalent to making it to four straight Super Bowls and losing every single one of them. But... If there's a regular season and playoff equivalent, that's what the Bills are going through right now, man. You, you hate to see it. Cause it, it, it's been, it was nice when the Bills were up there, you know. Like He got a little old at, the, at, at one point. I know Trevor's tired of hearing all about the Bills, but it was fun for a little bit, man, watching Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs sort of take the lead by storm for, for a little while. Moving on to number 14, like I said, winners of five straight, Josh Dobbs, man. Shout out to him. He continues to be one of the stories of the season. And this guy was also the backup quarterback for the Browns in the offseason, so just keep that in mind. But yeah, five in a row, they're looking good. They're getting Justin Jefferson back. Ty Chandler emerged as a solid back for them, a solid option for them in a committee with Madison and who's also dealing with injury. Went out for the Vikings, man. Number 13, Seattle Seahawks. Number 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're sitting at 6-3, man. One of the worst 6-3 teams that you'll see. Um, some people would even argue that their 11 and 0 team from a few years ago while Big Ben was still there was even worse than this 6 and 3 team which they do have a case but still nonetheless very very below average for a 6 and 3 team. They've been outgained in total yards every single fucking game in their 6 and 3 that's one of the craziest stats I've ever seen. Right above them, their division rival number 11 is the Cincinnati Bengals dropping 5 spots from me man. And that's because they just lost to the team that's above them and cracking the top 10 for the first time this season. Thanks to C.J. Stroud, thanks to D'Amico Ryans, thanks to Tank Dell, Noah Brown, and the rest of the company. The Houston Texans are at number 10 in my power rankings. Number 9 at the Dallas Cowboys didn't really impress me much, like I said, with that Giants victory. Couldn't really move them up too far. Miami Dolphins on a bye week. They're sitting at number 8. Not really going to penalize them much or move them around too much. Now, number seven might be a little controversial, especially because Deshaun Watson's out. But I have the Cleveland Browns right now at number seven. This is a week to week list, week to week league. They could very well, by week 15, 16, 17, be all the way down by like 21, 22, you know. But right now, I got them at number seven. Number six, I'm still as high on this team as I ever was the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they, yes, I predicted them to win and yes once you really think about it they did face this san francisco team that was a sleeping giant for lack of better terms they lost three in a row they were on a bye week and they're just sitting on it they're just sitting on it they're pissed they're fueled up they're ready to go and they just came out and laid a fucking ass whooping on the jaguars however i still got them at number six just because of the level of the, of the opponent and some of the circumstances. Not making excuses. I predicted them to win. They got to show out and compete, man. I've been hyping them up all season, but I'm, I'm not falling off yet. I'm still riding them pretty high. But number five, the team I just mentioned, the team that beat them, the San Francisco 49ers, leaping back up from being out of the, the – uh, no, no, I had them at eight last week. But there was one point I had them at number 11 outside the top ten, but they've they've made their way back in at number five. Then number four. Got the Detroit Lions, number three, the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, they had a disappointing, tough division loss. And once again, Lamar Jackson is just showing that he can't win these games when it really comes down to it. Like, if he really wants to have an MVP season, this is an MVP game, like how college guys have their Heisman game. This was one of his MVP games, you know. Like, you're up by 14 in the fourth quarter against a division rival. You can't lose this game. You can't. And they let them come back, and they 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 ended up losing. He had two turnovers, maybe even three. I think he had a fumble. I'm not too sure. And this isn't the second time. And two of their losses have been to his inability to come up and make the big play late in the fourth quarter when they needed it, and instead he turns the ball over. But still one of the best teams in all of football, and I still feel can play with anybody right now. And like I said, they just lost to a divisional team, number one, and number two, the team that's at seven on my my list. So I'm not going to punish them too much. And I couldn't put them below Detroit because we saw what happened when they faced up just a few weeks ago. Moving on to number two. And once again, these two teams can be interchangeable, however way you want to see it. They faced up this week, so we're going to have an answer, a definitive answer in a standalone game. At number two, I got the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one, got the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Both teams are just playing another level right now. Both teams are looking great. Both teams coming off bye weeks, did not play in week 10. But the last time we saw both teams were very, very good performances. You had the Chiefs, obviously, in the Frankfurt game against the Dolphins. We saw that. Then we had the Cowboys in the Eagles game. Yes, the Eagles only ended up winning by five, but Hurts was playing with a knee injury. And it, I mean, they honestly very well could have lost that game and should have, but they didn't. You know, they're playing their schedule. They're eight and one, four and zero now at home, but they're going into the road at Arrowhead, and I cannot wait to get into my prediction here shortly. But that rounds up my power rankings after week ten. So with that being said, let's move on to the week eleven predictions. Starting off with tonight's Thursday night game. We've got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to M&T Bank Stadium, Baltimore, Maryland. Fifty three degrees. Baltimore's favorite by four points over under 46 and a half they're taking on the ravens i'm gonna take the ravens in this game man the only reason i'm taking them is because they just lost to the browns the way they did if it wasn't for that i'd be taking the Bengals. it's gonna be really really tough to take the Bengals, in my opinion now the four point spread to me is a little wild i'm not gonna touch that at all betting wise however um it's a little nice parlay i did make was gus edwards anytime touchdown and ravens win tonight so hopefully that cash is in for me but I want to be rooting for a big performance from Joe Burrow, big performance from Jamar Chase. I just made some good trades in my fantasy lead, bro. I just got Joe Burrow to stack up with my Jamar Chase. Um, I got Jamar Chase with the fourth overall pick this year, and I've been wanting to get Joe Burrow. I had to unload Trevor Lawrence as high as I've been on him, and I still think he's going to reach that potential. But Joe Burrow's been playing great lately, and I, I really wanted that stack. Um, I mean, Jamar Chase is already at 70 catches, 821 yards, and five touchdowns on the season, man. But like I said, I, I got the Ravens in this one. I think it's going to be a, a very low-scoring game, like a 20-17 to 17 type shit type of game. Um, like I said, the over-under is relatively high. It got even higher throughout today as well, 46.5. But um, I believe like primetime games right now in the last nine of them, it's 9-0 for the under in the over-under. So just keep that in mind. I would bet the under in this game. Uh, Moving on to Sunday's 1 o'clock game. I'm going to start with it, man. The Chicago Bears are heading into Ford Field to take on the Detroit Lions. Damn, I'm sorry I couldn't be there, Trevor, to talk about this game with you. I really wish I could have. I can't wait to go back and hear what you said on this. And you're going to have to do the same about um, what I'm about to say on it. But, look, Justin Fields is coming back. Detroit's favored by 7.5. The over-under is 47.5. I like the over-under, or I like the over in this game. I like over 47.5. I think Justin Fields is going to come out and light up the score sheet. I think DJ Moore is going to get involved early. I think Cole Kametz going to be involved in this game. And the Bears are still going to lose. I think the Lions do win this game. However, this would just be like a Lions game to lose, wouldn't it? If that makes sense. And I I, I I would think to imagine that Trevor would agree with me on that. But... I know how Trevor feels about Justin. Anytime that he matches up against the Lions, it's nothing that you ever want to obviously go up against, you know, his talents and his skill set and what he brings to the table. But, however, it's a David Montgomery revenge game. I'm kind of worried about that as much as I have sort of dissed him and hated on him, man. But I've also I've loved the guy. You know, I've, I've said it out there. I have the receipts. So I've broke it all down but he is what he is and he's been great for the lions this year they've utilized him the way he was supposed to be utilized but i just didn't like how we threw the bears under the bus man so that is due to the reason why i've been bashing him and i'm going to continue to bash him but i might end up eating my words i just hope he doesn't go off for like three touchdowns in this game but i got the lions pulling away in the close one however this could be a Game that the, just the Lions just loose because it's just a game that the Lions lose. Divisional game, you never know what's going to happen. But I, I like that Justin Fields is coming back, so it's going to be hard to predict what really could happen with Justin Fields because you really you're either gonna get 100 yards passing and no touchdowns, or you're going to get like 304 touchdowns. There's really no in between. Hopefully, we get the latter. Moving on, Tennessee Titans go in the Duval. And Take on the Jaguars the Jaguars are two and three at home this season, which is kind of crazy to think about that's that's Duvall bro However, the Titans are Owen six on the road. I think they're I'm sorry Owen five on the road and I think they're gonna end up being Owen six on the road after this thing after this game I think the Jags are gonna be pissed. I think they're gonna be humbled. I think they're gonna come out and honestly just destroy the Titans and Duval. That crowd going to be into it. That crowd's going to be lit. They did not like that ass whooping they just received by the Niners from the NFC. Divisional game, it's going to be easy for the Jags to get caught in this game and get and get sucked into a very, very possible two-game skid divisional opponent. But they're favored by seven. I don't really like that line as far as betting just because it's a divisional game. But if I'm going to predict anything, I think the Jaguars are going to win this game by 2-3 to three touchdowns. Over-under is 39.5. Kind of low, to be honest. I'm not going to touch it, though, either way. Then, moving on. the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Cleveland, and they match up against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland's flavor, favored by one point in this game. The over-under is 32.5. That's crazy. Not touching either of those, the spread or the over-under. But I'm gonna take the Steelers to win this game and pull out the victory as um underdogs on the road and improve to seven and three somehow, some way. And it might be like a 13 to 10 game. It might fuck around and be a tie. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna predict a tie. We're like 0 for 9 this season. I'm predicting a tie, and that ends this week. God damn it. Pittsburgh Steelers, Cleveland Browns, tie sixteen to sixteen. You heard it right here, folks. Next on Fox, the Los Angeles Chargers. Are heading to Lambeau Field taking on the Green Bay Packers. The Chargers are favored by three points on the road at Lambeau. Over/under in this game is forty-three and a half. I like the over in that. I really do. I think the Chargers come into Lambeau and get a victory here, and the Packers fall to three and seven, while the Bears improve to four. Oh, no, they'd be three and eight. Fuck my bad. I predicted. I predicted them to lose, but hopefully, hopefully the Bears can improve to four and seven. Packers go to three and seven. And we would be above them in the division. That would be a pretty sight. But I think the Chargers won this one in a a relatively high-scoring game. Moving on to the next one. This is going to be a very, very interesting matchup. Another one of those games where a very poor away record against a very, very good, I mean, shit, perfect home record. The Las Vegas Raiders travel to Miami and take on the Dolphins. The Dolphins are 4-0 at home. I think they're going to win this game. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the upset of the week, or, and let alone just a very, very close game. The fact that Miami's favored by 13.5 is kind of wild. I would lean to bet in the Raiders plus 13, but 13.5, I'm sorry. But I think the Dolphins pull away with this one at home in Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. Moving on to the next 1 o'clock game, the New York Giants in another divisional matchup head to Washington, take on the Commanders who are 1-3 and three at home. Kind of shocking there, the Giants 1-5 and five on the road. Washington's favored by nine. I I think they end up winning this game by 10 points, maybe even two touchdowns. Over-unders, 37.5. I would take the over, if I'm being honest with you. I think the commanders pull away with a big victory here. Moving on, this is going to be a fucking boring-ass just obliteration. Cowboys are going into Carolina, taking on the Panthers on the road. Cowboys by, like, 28 points. I'm not going to say anything else, man. I'm just tired of talking about the Cowboys at this point. Now, this is going to be a 1 o'clock game that I'm really going to be keeping my eyes on. The Arizona Cardinals travel to Houston, take on C.J. Stroud and the Texans. C.J. Stroud has 2,626 yards, 15 touchdowns, two picks on the year. Nico Collins is balling out. He was out last week, should be coming back this week. James Conner's back for the cards. Kyler Murray's back for the cards. I think this is going to be a very, very entertaining game. The over-under is 48.5. I think the over does hit. Um, Cardinals still winless on the road. I think it stays that way. I think the Texans improve to six and four. Moving on to the 4:05 p.m. game, you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Levi Stadium in Santa Clara and taking on the Niners, who are favored by 11 and a half. I think they win this game by about 17, 20 points. Niners easily in this one. Bucks fall to four and six. Niners improve to seven and three. McCaffrey gets back in the touchdowns column, and. Niners cruise the victory. Nothing much else to say really. Um, next up, divisional opponent or divisional matchup, I'm sorry, in Buffalo as the Jets come into town take on the Bills. I, I really don't know how to feel about this game at all. This could go either way. We saw what happened week one and the fucking emotional roller coaster that was. However, I I got the uh I got the Bills winning this game at home, improving to six and five. Like every game's a playoff game for the Bills at this point, man, and coming off firing your offensive coordinator that was obviously just a scapegoat, and if you didn't have 12 men on the field and you guys win that game and improve to 6-4, and four, that never even happens. Uh, but I think the Bills do come back, and they get they get things on the right ship for this week, at least, and, and they win this game. Excuse me, moving on to the Sunday night game. Um, I'm sorry, one more 4, 4, 4, 4, uh, 425 game. The Seattle Seahawks come into Los Angeles SoFi Stadium and take on the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford should be back from injury after the bye week 10. Should be healthy, ready to go. And if that is the case, which I believe it is the case, I think the Rams end up pulling away in this one. You know, Seattle sits in 3 They're still playing for a good playoff spot. I mean, they have the same record as the Niners right now, dude. So they, they're right in the contention to win this division. So they this is a game that they need to win, but for some reason – I don't know man you guys know me the Rams are home underdogs and my gut's just telling me to take the Rams so that's what I'm going to do moving on to Sunday night's game we got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Denver Broncos and you know what I think this might actually be one of the better primetime games of the entire year so far it's in Denver Denver like I said is trending up Russell Wilson's playing relatively really good football 18 touchdowns four picks still under uh, 2,000 yards which you would like to see that be improved but we're starting to see a the more and more of Vintage Rush week in and week out. And who knows? They might be finally starting to right the ship there. They're 4-5. and five. They're a win away from being in second place in that division. And they're taking on a Vikings team that's 4-1 and on the row. They've won five in a row. Josh Dobbs is playing great. But you know what? I'm actually going to take the Broncos to win this game in a close one at Sunday night. On Sunday night at home at Empower Field. Moving on to Monday night. Obviously, this is going to be the game of the week. Super Bowl. Rematch in Arrowhead. Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs 4-1 and at home. Eagles 4-1 and on the road. Something has to give here. The Chiefs are favored by 2.5. Over-under is 45.5. I honestly, I like the under in this game. I really do. I like the Chiefs defense. This is the best defense that Pat Mahomes has had in his entire career. Hurts is still laboring that knee. I think Kansas City pulls away with the win here at home. I like the Chiefs minus 2.5. I really do. With that being said, guys, that is all I have for my little snippet or add-on to this episode, if you will. Thank you all so much if you stuck all the way through this to hear my take as well. Thank you to Logs. Thank you to Trevor once again. Make sure you guys check out our new website as well. Huge, huge, huge shout-out to Trevor for doing that, man. That shit looks amazeballs. He put a lot of work into it. He put a hard, uh, a lot of hard time and effort into that shit, and it looks amazing man so please make sure you go show some love to that once again as always stay awake take care make sure you tune in to all socials we will see you guys next time peace